welcome back to the Diaries of the Wild Ones. Now, this is part two of the episode I did called Conversations with an Enlightened Elder, which was one of my earliest episodes and also one of my highest downloaded episodes to date, which is not an adventure story. It's literally a story about allowing yourself to be you to live out your dreams. Now, this episode was so successful that you guys begged me to do a part two. So I got back with Rio and we sat down. We did what we did last time. We had a conversation about life. This time the subject being fear. Now what I found throughout everyone that inspires me in life, everyone in the adventure world, everyone that creates their life to be so amazing. One thing that I found between all these people are people that dive into their fear, that dive in to their fear to allow themselves to be them. Now, for the people that are that are waiting for the adventure stories, I have some amazing adventure tales coming up. The next few episodes are going to be completely insane. But this episode was highly requested by you guys. So I got back with Rio and we had a conversation. Now, the conversation really kicks off 30 minutes in. 30 minutes in is when the depth really starts to happen, when we start talking about fear. Before that, it's just a nice conversation le- leading up to it, just about relationships and everything. So if you're short for time, kick through to 30 minutes. And one thing that I found about the first conversation I did with Rio, it it is something that I've gone back several times in the last year when I've been feeling a bit lost and re-listen to that conversation. And I know that several people have because I constantly get messages still about how inspiring it was. Now, all I've got to say is that it's just two blokes trying to figure it out for themselves, just contemplating life. And we're just bouncing around ideas or just ideas around different tools that we use to dive into our own fear. But whatever you get from this conversation... It's all up to you. But for me, I left this conversation feeling completely stoked on life. And I'm really hoping that you guys get that too. Because last time I put out an episode like this, it was I was just completely mind blown by how many people were inspired by it. So I hope you guys enjoy it. 30 minutes in, it really gets deep. Now, the start of this recording, Rio and I were sitting down having a really in-depth conversation about manifestation in life, just like stories in our head of what we believe um, are problems. So I've kind of just pressed record midway into that conversation, but you guys kind of get the hang of it at about 30, 30 seconds in, you kind of understand what we're talking about. Enjoy, guys. I choose not to have any problems right now while I'm doing what I'm doing. And I'll just actually be really conscious. I'll say to myself, you know, like in this situation, I could hurt myself, but I'm going to choose right now not to do that. And then I don't, and I forget about it after I say that to myself. I I make that choice, but it's somewhere in the back of my mind. I've made the decision not to fuck myself up while I'm doing this. And then it's just like, I don't. Because I've programmed, you know, like I've actually told myself it's okay to do this and I don't have to pay a price. You know, there's nothing to, I'm not guilty, I'm not wrong, I'm not you know, not good enough, I'm none of these things, and it's like, so I choose not to, ignore, I choose to, do, you know, let that lie go, 
And all the side effects that would come from that lie, I choose to let that shit go too. Because it's like, you know, if you're not good enough, well, you're going to fuck up. You're going to hurt yourself. You're going to do this. You're going to create pain in your life. Or you're going to create some kind of like shame. Or you're going to create some story around not being good enough. So in that is commitment as well. Commitment to loving yourself. Yeah. Mm. I was just thinking about, I remember being in Indonesia and surfing shit. Like yeah. as in like not being happy. Should we do this? Should we record yeah. this? Are we already recording? I just turned on, but oh, okay. I, we, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. probably have to cut it because we don't know where we are. But yeah. put the headphones on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was, remember being in Indonesia. Yeah. I remember being in Indonesia and um, thinking that I was just surfing so terrible and being frustrated with myself. And I was like, these fins, I've got the wrong fins in these boards. And I remember I was surfing with the orphans that my uncle was, used to look after and we got them all surfing and everything. We donated oh, wow. all these old old surfboards and stuff. And like, oh, do you have your phone on you? Right here. Turn it off. You put it on airplane mode. Okay. Watch this. And then that buzz will never happen. Oh, that's cool. Unless it comes through the Wi-Fi. But... No, it won't come through the Wi-Fi. Okay, it's on airplane mode. No, but I, what I noticed is that like these kids were ripping and having so much fun, and they're on like snap surfboards, broken surfboards, things with like crappy fins and and stuff, and they're having so much fun and ripping. And I'm like, there's no difference. They're just, I'm just creating something wrong. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? For them, everything that they have is right. Like you know, they're just having fun. And I just remember like that is kind of what you're just saying about you're creating that you know what i mean like so i had top-notch equipment yeah but the fins i didn't like so i wasn't surfing as good as i thought i was i was frustrated and hating it out there and i was just realized like i was just taking this too seriously but the thing was like these kids were having so much fun and they were surfing just as good they would have been surfing just as good on the really good equipment to what they were to that like broken surfboard you know what i mean they were just adapting to what they had and just having fun with it it was because they weren't creating a problem with it yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Well, that's how I can relate to that. It's like Well, it's like everything we do okay, like it's it's kind of, you know, <laughs> it's sort of obvious, you know, everything you create this whole story that you're seeing, right? I mean, it's what we sit what we do is we sort of try to comp- we think we're compartmentalized. We think we're in, you were not part of our environment. You know, we think we're separate from our environment and, you know, or we're separate from our actions or we're, you know, but it's like, it's, there is no separation between your mind and your body. There is, it's just completely. So where your, where your mind is at is where your body's at. Right. So if you're like, if you're kind of like in a space where you don't believe you're good enough or you believe you're Mm. wrong or you believe whatever it is that you believe about yourself, which isn't really serving you. Okay. Whatever that story you've got running in the background, right? Cause uh, you've always got an excuse well, to not be the best version of yourself. You always have an excuse like right now. Cause I was you saying, don't even like, know what the best version of yourself is when you're, when you believe shit about yourself. Yeah. You're not even in, you're not even vaguely in touch with that. Okay, so right now, this conversation just sparked because I was saying like my back hurts so much and that I, I put it out last week and I need to go back into training to get my core strong. And it came from you saying like, but I'm creating this. And so right now I've got an excuse to create that I can't have as much fun surfing or whatever. And 
there's so many ways to, okay, for one, just relaxing your mind and like not being hard on yourself is going to relax those muscles on a physical sure, sure. kind of thing. But what I just related to that, what you were just saying, that response just then, was, okay, so I blew my knee out last year mm. and I hadn't blown it out since I, I blew it out when I was 17, mm. getting towed behind my mate's car on my skateboard with a broken leg rope. And I tried to like flick in front of him as we went around a corner and I just got speed wobbles and came off, just oh, ate it across the road. Fuck. And I tore my um my ligaments in my knee, my ACL. And anyway, I was supposed to be on crutches for like two weeks or something and then get um, physio. I used the crutches for like four days and then I just went back to surfing and then my knee healed short. And I've always had this problem with it where I've had to stretch it out and like it's always just ached. And, and but I've never, I've just kept doing everything like I've never let it, I never knew it was broken still. I just thought oh, I was fine. Yeah. And sometimes it would tweak out or whatever, but it just always went. And then when I blew it out last year, the doctor said to me, he's like, hey, there's like an old injury here. Your ACL hasn't been attached since last time you heard it. She's like, how long ago was that? And I was like, oh, that, that was 13 years ago. Wow. 13 years ago, like I did that knee injury yeah. and my ACL hasn't been attached since then. Yeah. And I said to her, oh, so my ACL is not attached. And she's like, no. And she's like, and I'm like, so she's like, we're probably going to have to get surgery or whatever. And I was like, all right. And I was like, um, so anyway, she sends me to the physio and I go to the physio first and I go to the guy. I was like, oh, so I think I need surgery. Got to get surgery. And I was like, but will I be able to surf? And he looked at me and goes, well, think about this. He goes, you've been surfing and doing everything you've wanted to do for the last 13 years and you haven't had an ACL and you've been fine. You've got that knee strong and you've just done it. Yeah. So he's like, so it's only kind of going to be in your mind if you can't. And then I was like thinking about it and I was like, wow. Oh, that's good. Imagine yeah. if I had an excuse for the last 13 years to not do the shit that I was doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if I knew. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like, so if I knew that my, that my ACL wasn't attached, I would have always had that excuse. I would have gone to do things and I've been like, oh no, I can't like a better, you know, like always rather than just like that commitment. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's kind of maybe silly to some people, especially naive, but naive is bliss. It's like, and that goes back to what you're saying about the mind being so strong and like, look, like allowing. Well, think of it like this. Okay. Whatever story you got, right that my back's sore, okay, or my knee's blown out, or my knee's this, or this, what, you know, this is going to sound really ridiculous, but I mean, it's like, it's just a fucking story, right? And the only place that story exists is in your head. You know, you know what I mean? It's so, it's like, I'm not even saying anything kind of vaguely like earth breaking or shattering or anything it's just like i'm just using common sense it's like the story that you have in your head is creating the reality that you're experiencing that's that's just you know and you can't even say no that's not true it's like how fucking could it not be true mm. you know it's like and because we've created stories about it and everything so the you know so like for me like in my meditations what i'll do is let's i'll say to myself okay look uh okay I, you know, I've had this realization that, you know, I, I believed, you know, stuff which wasn't like, you know, supporting me, like a belief that you're not good enough or a belief that you're wrong or a belief that whatever it is, this thing that you believe about yourself, which is, you know, denying the sacredness of your being, right? whatever that belief might be, right? If you have a belief like that, right? 
basically then there's there's repercussions from that it's sort of like well if you believe that you're not good enough what kind of life do you deserve you know like what are you going to create from a belief that i'm not good enough okay well then you're going to create a story about not being good enough you know like and you're also going to create a story around punishing yourself you know for not being good enough and you know you're going to create a story about shame you're going to create a whole story around uh, physical handicaps you're going to actually create dis-ease in your body but there's a domino effect to this too because like yeah as soon as you start looking after yourself or just loving yourself yeah it's like you feel good about yourself so everything you do is an accomplishment you feel great yeah and so it's a domino effect throughout your life because you're just happy and then everything when you're happy you make other people happy it's like you create a space when when you're allowing yourself to just completely love yourself and be you you create that as space for other people because you're coming with your hands open. You've yeah. got nothing to hide. Yeah. So you're, that shows them. It's like, oh, hey, I'm safe. I'm on your team. I've got nothing to hide. You know, I'm surrendering here. It's all cool. It's just me. So that creates that space for them. So people, and people naturally want to love. Mm. And people are going to love you for allowing them to be them mm. and you allowing you to be you. So I was saying this week, my uncle, I think so amazing, like giving me his car. He's going to give me his car. Yeah, so I can awesome. continue to live the lifestyle I am because he's got a really nice four-wheel drive and my four-wheel drive starting to get a bit old. And he's like, oh, I want you to have mine. Fuck, yeah. And it was just like, he wouldn't have done that if I wasn't trying to create or live my life the way I'm trying to live. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm allowing myself to be me as much as I can and I want to go and like live the life that I'm living and like keep tripping around and go on adventures and everything. And he said to me, if I can help you live life to to the fullest and like help you have fun with life. Yeah. I want to do that. And I think this is a way that I'm able to give you something for you to continuously have fun. Cause that's what life's all about. And I was like, well, like it brought tears to my eyes, but I was like, I was yeah. thinking like it, like that was just coming from such love. But if I wasn't giving that to myself or what, if I wasn't trying to live my life for me, mm. you know what I mean? Like, why would he have done that? You know what I mean? Like he, yeah. because he's done it because he, like I'm allowing me to be me, like trying to be adventurous and like go into these things and live like a free lifestyle. A lot of people could get jealous about that and be like, fuck, that guy doesn't deserve anything. You know, he's already got it good. But it's actually like works the opposite, you know, when you're coming from love. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? People love you back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you also, you obviously loved your uncle too. Because, you know, it's like you appreciated him in your own way. You know, you've, you know, you've kind of like. Well, we've become mates. I fucking love it. Yeah, that's awesome. How'd that, how did it go with your dad the other day? Really good. Wow. Uh, yeah. He's cool. the best I've ever seen him. Yeah. He's, he's doing really well. The best I've ever seen him. I was able to have like a really nice conversation with him. It was really cool. He's in a nice house, nice car. He's just doing well. He's just cruising. And, but I was also really upfront with him. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, it was really hard. Just like, yeah, I was just like really upfront with him. Like I told him, this might get a bit personal here, but like he wondered why, like I said to him, I, cause I hadn't talked to him for, or seen him for five years. And I said, nothing out of not loving you. It was that I just couldn't have you in my life with your drinking and how you we're acting, acting from that. And he doesn't have any recollection of anything of him being drunk ever. And so it's like literally out of his mind that he was like, then he's like, yeah, well, why won't your sisters talk to me and everything? And I was like, 
was like, well, not until you get some. And I just ended up just going, you know what? Like, because I, I was trying not to hurt his feelings and just being like, oh, I've always loved you. It's okay. Like, I'm here, you know? Yeah. And I just, I was like, fuck, I've just got to call him on it. And I was like, look, you wonder why the, my sisters won't talk to you. Mike, if you want to repair that relationship, it's cool. If you don't remember, like, what you were like when you were drinking all the time and everything, that's cool. If you're off the piss now, like, that's cool. Like, we're so stoked about that. But you still need to take responsibility for the person you became and the things you did. Yeah. Like, rather than just be like, hey, I'm, see, I don't remember any of that. It's yeah. like, if you want to repair those relationships with them, I was like, it's cool if you don't remember. You don't remember doing that stuff, that's fine. But it's like, you've got to at least take responsibility that that was you and that came out of you and you know and like and i basically and he was like oh and i told him some of the things he did he did he's like that's bullshit i would never have done anything like that i was like but you did and i was like you did this and it's well known in our family that you that's how you were and i'm like you gotta understand who you were when you're on the piss and it's like and how that might have hurt these relationships and i said think about you when you're a 30 year old and you're a counselor you work for he was a counselor for pine river shire I said, you had a wife, you had kids, you had a mortgage, you had a house, and you're working um, a normal, respectable job. I said, how would you have like taken it if you had this massive interruption in your busy life where you're trying to look after your family and everything, and there was this massive inter- interruption by this person in your life that was like um, just trying to like, well, not even trying to because he didn't mean to, but like just making a massive disruption, like, you know, calling at 2 or 3 a.m. every night drunk and abusing people, like, uh, you know, yeah, just yeah. being a freaking menace. Yeah. And it's just like no one doesn't love you. It's just like, shit, we've got important lives here. We can't, I can't handle that. And like we tried to help you out. We tried to do the things we didn't. It just kept biting us. And I was like, it just, I, I said, you got to understand, like my sister is like a professional woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's got a really high level job and like she doesn't have time for that. And like she loves you and everything, and she tried to help you, but it's like you were taking so much from her, from where yeah, she was trying to be. And I was yeah. like, you've just got to, that's fine, and she loves you, but you've just got to understand if you want to repair and have that relationship, it's like you broke all trust. So you just need to take responsibility for that, understand that that was you at some point in your life. And I said, if you can do that, then I'm sure you can build trust back. Yeah. And it's like no one not wants to have a relationship with you. We all want to. It's liberating. Like it was so liberating me going to see him and like having that nice time. It was also so liberating telling him that, yeah. you know, just like by not being worried about his. I came from love and I wasn't harsh, but I was like, you just got to understand like how that might have affected people. You mm. know what I mean? And, mm. um, and he was like, well, this is really hard to hear. And he was just like, this is really hard to hear. And I, and I get it. And, and yeah. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's like. And I said, it's up to you to repair those relationships with them. You know, like, I, I don't know, there's, there could be so many different ways of that, but I was like, it was liberating for me to go up and see him because I let it go. But I can just see with my sisters, it might be just easy for him if he just like goes, yeah, I'm so sorry for being yeah, like that, you know what I mean? And just being yeah. like, yeah, oh, that was shit of me. Like, I really, really hurt your feelings and like interrupted your life and did all this shit. I'm like, sorry, like, you know, like, is there, you know? And it's just a building trust thing. Yeah. You know, like for me, it's more water off the duck's back. And for me, it was like, I always wanted to hang out with him and stuff, but it was just like, I was like, fuck, I can't handle this. As soon as I make contact with him and stuff, he just makes my life this big mess Yeah, because he just doesn't know what he's doing on the piss. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, and for me, it was like, oh, I just kind of had to separate myself from him while he was like that. I was like, whoa, this is too much of a disruption in my life. But it was never anything about like out of, not out of love. 
Yeah, no, you're. But it was hard. It was so scary, man. I was, I was so scared. It was his seventieth birthday, and my wow. uncle was like, "Can you call him? Can you like just it'll just mean the world." And I was like, "Fuck, I've been meaning to." And I'm like, "I've been meaning to for fucking a year." You know, give him a call, but I've been so scared to. And then I was driving back the other night, and I was, um, and I was just thinking about, it and I was just like, you know what? Fuck it, just do it. I've been why have I been putting off? And today's the day. It's not for me. It's not about me. It's about him. I'm really gonna make his day if I reach out to him. And I was like, fuck it. All right, fine. I'll just do it. You know. And I called him, and he answered. And he he literally he he kept it together, and we had like a nice conversation. Then he's like, yeah. And then he just suddenly just broke down. And you could tell he was like he was trying to be all cool and everything. You know, like because he, you know, we're we're chatting and everything. And and then. Yeah, yeah, he was trying to keep it together and he broke down. I'm like, fuck, it broke my heart. Like, it was like, it was like, yeah, it's okay. And that's when I was like, I didn't never call you because I didn't love you. You know what I mean? I was like, I just, yeah. And that's when I realized, like, for him to understand, I had to call him on it. So when I called him a few, about a week later to go up and see him, and we're having a chat and stuff. And then he's going on about, oh, where's my sisters and why aren't they talking to him? And that, I just, so well, you got to understand, and I just called him on it, and I thought, yeah, it's not gonna. And I think that's the best thing I've ever done. Wow. Yeah, because I think right now too, I think for one, two, it's like I kind of set a boundary for myself. Mm. So it's like, yeah, I just, I just feel I can have a really nice relationship with him. Like I sent him a message yesterday, just saying like, hey, what's going on? Like, hope you're well on that, and you know, and I feel really good about it. Wow very liberating like i felt what it was was me forgiving that it was me also holding on to it. it wasn't just him like one it was you said it to me it's me you said it to me was like ex like just dropping expectation you're trying to control everything just drop expectation on who you think he should be as a father and mm. just accept who he is you know what i mean as a person mm. and when i see him as a person and as a mate, I just see he's just another dude going through life trying to figure shit out. You know yeah. what I mean? He's doing the best he can with what he knows. And it's just like, why am I trying to control things and trying to say he's not good enough? He needs to be like this. He needs to be like that. That's not for me to do that, yeah, it's right? it's his choice to do what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that was like really liberating for me to let it go and just be like, yeah, like, all right, and... Yeah, it was just really liberating to have that thing. Like, I'm trying to control or, like, with through expectation, I'm sitting here saying, like, for, for someone to have my love, they need to be, like, this, this, and this. And yeah. I'm like, that is fucking bullshit. Yeah. You know what I mean? For someone to have my love. Who am I to say who's worthy of love and not love? Or who are you to say what some who somebody should be? Yeah. You know, it's like, you don't know. I don't know what the fuck you should do. Mm. I have no idea what you should do or anybody else should do. It's like, and for me to think I do know better than you, what you should be doing is insane. You know, so it's like, it's it's interesting because Elvian and, and uh, her two kids were just here and Shawnee and uh, Evan. And I was just so interesting watching those guys interacting for me because it was like, as they, a family unit? Well, just just the misunderstanding of where they would be coming from. It's like Evan would be trying... Okay, what they were doing is they were holding each other in boxes. You know, it's like they had this idea of who Elvian was because she was their mother. Yeah. Right? 
And over the years, you know, they've developed all these beliefs of who she is, why she does what she does, and all these kind of things, right? And it's all judgmental shit, right? It's But it's like, that's who she is. So whenever she says something to them, they don't even fucking listen to what she says. They just put it, they have this filter that they run every word she says through this filter. It's like a, it's, this is who mom is, yeah. right? And... And then Elvian does the same thing to them. These are my kids, you know, and this is who they are and what they need. And they need to be protected and they need all these things. They need me to support them and all these sort of things. And whatever they say is this filter of like fear and anxiety about them making it in their life because they're my kids. And so it's kind of like. That's a primal instinct too. It's a primal instinct, but it's kind of like. I was just watching the the conversation was not, they weren't understanding or they were speaking a different language, both of them, you know, like they were speaking, they've been NLP. They've been like programmed to believe that she's this way. And she has this belief that they're this way. And it's like, they're both saying really awesome shit to each other, you know? And at the same time, they don't even know what they're saying to each other. They just understand it the way they thought, it, you know, what she used to mean when she did whatever she did, right? So, like, Shawnee came to us and she was telling us about this friend in need, right? And she was asking us, like, a moral question. Should I go see this person? You know, they just had a problem and and I need to go yeah. see him, right? And, and Elvian said to her, kind of like, well, you told me that you want to, you know, like, raise the level of your friendships with people, you know, and only hang out with people that are really going to support you and being who you are and making your life amazing and stuff. And then drop the people that, you know, from your life that are kind of like just, you know, not really helping you to get where you want to be in life. And, you know, sort of, you know, so Elvian was saying, you know, like you're going to have to make a decision whether she's one of those people and whether you want to go see her or not. Right. And, and so it's kind of like, she's coming from a parent's perspective of like trying to protect your kid. She's mm. saying that to her daughter, you know, it's yeah. like, you know, like I'm trying to help you and I want you to succeed and I want you to have an amazing life. And this is what I would suggest. Right. And Shawnee took it as this story about, uh, your, what was it? It's something like you're a cold hearted bitch. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because she's not like, because she wanted, because not- Shawnee's thinking her story that she's got running is I should go see this person. And, you know, yeah. she came to us asking us if she should or shouldn't. Right. But, and Elvian said that, but it's kind of like, because it's like Elvian's telling her yes or no, you can or you can't. So you make t- up your mind, you know, yeah. you, you told me that you wanted to be, want your friends around you that support you and make you yeah. like amazing. Right. So Shawnee just took that as some story about her being a, a horrible woman, you know, that didn't give a fuck about anybody, you yeah. know? And it's like, and it's just, it was just this weird con two people's, you know, like wanting the same, you know, wanting the best for each other and stuff, but yeah. not allowing themselves to have that conversation because they just had so boxed each other into a reality that they just, couldn't see they're saying something different than what they thought they should be saying you know it's so interesting you know and as, as i watched the confusion then i saw evan said oh if that was my mate i would go see him too you know and he was pissed off at elvian after that too <laughs> it's like and i'm like fuck she didn't say that yeah. you know she just said think about it 
Yeah. Do the best thing for yourself, you know. I love yeah. you, and I want you to be. That's like, yeah. And and they both just cop this attitude at Elvie, and like she's like this fucking horrible person, and I'm going, man, that didn't go well. You know, <laughs> it's just like, wow, that wasn't even a conversation. I was listening to this guy. Ah, uh, oh, this was so fucking cool. There's a guy named John Prine who's a who is a country western singer. Oh, you love this guy. Fuck, yeah. I love this guy, right? And it's like, but in, in just kind of like for context, he was Bob Dylan and um, what's that guy? What's that other country western singer? Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. He was their heroes. You know, yeah. or they, they were, he was their hero, right? These guys loved him. And I loved Johnny Cash and I loved, you know, Dylan, right? So, so anyway, John Prine was this guy that they loved. And he died just recently from uh, COVID, I think. And when, yeah, when he died, right, I, I listened. They were playing a couple of his songs on the radio, and I was going, fuck. Because I hate country western music, right? Yeah. But they, was, they were playing his songs, and I was listening to the lyrics. And it's like, it was a country western soundtrack, but he was speaking like words of enlightenment. You know, it was like he was burying his soul. It wasn't like some, my dog left me and my girlfriend's got fleas or something. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't one of those songs. It was kind of like they were enlightened lyrics. And the one thing, one thing he said, which really stuck in my mind is he said, a question isn't a question if you know the answer to, you know, and it's like, fuck. Oh, okay. A question isn't, isn't a, question a question if you know the answer to. It's, so if you ask, why are you asking some, someone something? You already know the you answer. Know? You're not actually asking a question. You're looking for an answer that you are going to agree with. Yeah. You know, it's like... You're looking for validation. You're looking for validation, yeah. Wow. And it's like, so that's like when I watch these, this conversation between Elvian and Shawnee, because they put each other in a box, they ask each other things, but they already know what they're going to fucking say. Yeah. You know, like you already know... You know, you're so, you box that other person so strongly that it's like, whatever the fuck they say, you hear it as this. Yeah, so you're going to react to it. Yeah, so it's like, they could tell you the fucking sky is purple. Yeah. Yeah. Tell you the sky, yeah. Well, it becomes unreasonable. I don't know. I just think it's, it's, uh, you know, really? I think it's laziness. Yeah. It's like an unwillingness to see some for somebody for who they really are. I think that it's, it's, it's a, you know, and th- this society can be pretty fucking lazy. You know, it's like we want everything, you know, done you, for us. You actually have to listen to somebody, you know, to actually hear what they have to say. Yeah. yeah. I find myself doing that sometimes, like talking way, like in an argument. And if I'm ever like, or like not even debating, if I'm talking to someone with like an objective, I need to put a point across. I hate when you know you're saying and it's falling on deaf ears. They're just waiting to reply. But yeah. I've noticed within myself doing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like literally like talking about something, I've already made up my answer. Like not, I'm not open to any other suggestions. So like they're talking and I'm like already, but got my next point. Yeah. And I've noticed myself do that before. Yeah. It's something that I don't want to do, but like, I know when you're talking to someone, you know they're doing that, and you're just like, oh, there's actually no point here. They've already made up their story. And I'm like, that's one of those things I like to say to myself, well, that's their story, that's not my story. And that lets me drop their judgment. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, when I'm talking to them, I'm like, 
you know, um, you know, trying to justify something like who maybe I am as a person or whatever. And like, say if it's something like about like spearing fish is something I do or against like, um, someone that's against that because, yeah. you know, they've already sold on their ideology and I'm already sold on mine as the hunter and feeding myself and respecting the animal and like what it's giving to me. And they're already sold on like, you don't hurt animals. We, we can get through it with other ways, yeah. which I fully get as well. But it's like, they're not open at all to the thought of taking the life of an animal. And I'm not open to the thought of like, Oh, I suppose I am because I've been that. But it's just like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like you've already made up your mind. So when you're talking about it, it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And oh, I, that's so and, interesting. And yeah. that used to really frustrate me and get me into, you know, you'd end up in a debate because you're trying to get your point across. And when I see things like that, I realize someone's got a story and I've got my own story and they've got their story. And I'm like, and that story doesn't have to be mine. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's been really nice for me to be able to separate myself from like, my story does or their story is just theirs. It doesn't matter. I'm going to yeah. do what I'm going to do and what I want to do for me. And like what they say, it's like I'm going to listen and everything, but that's cool, but that's their story. I don't have to do what they say. You know what I yeah. mean? It's yeah. just like allowed me to like be open as well to like what they're saying. I like doing that. Like I love listening to things I don't agree with because I find different things. Oh, but yeah. I've just found like it doesn't frustrate me anymore or yeah. as much. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, oh, I don't have to try sell my thing. They've already got their story. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't have to sell them mine. You know, like I can maybe talk to them about it, but I don't have to try sell it to them because yeah. they've already got their story in that. Why do I have to control that? Because that's them and that's me. Allow them to be them. Allow them to be me to be me. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah and when you're doing that, it's such an unsatisfying conversation. It's actually not a conversation. Mm. You know, it's like... It's you, not. It's not a conversation. Yeah, you're actually... They're saying something, and while they're saying it, you're formulating your idea of well, how I'm going to respond. Yeah. You know, you're actually not listening to what the fuck they're saying no. at all. It's you not know, a it's conversation. Just, it's not. It's kind of like you're just getting ready for it with your answer. Yeah. And it's kind of like... Yeah, when people are like, I'm going to tell that. him. When he gets here, I'm going to tell him. You know what I mean? Yeah, They've yeah, already yeah. made up their mind what they're going to do. Yeah. You know? He, okay. Here's what I've been thinking about lately. I kind of said this to you in the car and I can't really remember. Yeah, light that thing up again. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, actually, this started with a um, a DMT ceremony. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I... Okay, so I had this experience where I was split from my ego and I was like looking at things that I believed in and where I was being lazy back to like lazy where I was like, I, I wasn't okay. So I have thoughts or like I have things that I believe in and I wasn't honoring that as much. I'm not being the most honorable, honorable version of myself. Mm. And I was like thinking about it, like and what it means to like live in honor. Right. And honor is like truth. And what does it mean to be like truthful? Right. To be truthful is like to be the, like the most truthful, authentic version of yourself. Like if we're here and I allow myself to be completely be me, all I'm doing is living my truth, right? Mm. So I started thinking about honor. What's honor? And that's honoring who you are as a person. Mm. Honor is loving yourself enough that you're like in a, like that you're allowing yourself to completely do that. No matter what you're allowing yourself, that's like living honorably. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm thinking like. So start thinking about like this honor thing and like where I would like to be more honorable, like to myself. And then I go on that last trip to Iceland and we're driving 
and I've always thought this about Iceland. I've talked to you about it before. And I'm driving through the mountains, and we stop. We're up in the highlands, and there's just these fucking huge mountains around me. And it's just the fucking roar of the wind just cascading, like like just smashing against the mountains. It's just like, like thunder, lightning kind of things. Gusts of winds coming off mountains that you, will blow you to the ground. Like the blizzards going through, oh. like just complete wild rawness, right? Mm. And I'm like, in that moment, and I've had these moments before, but in this particular moment as well, I like understood where the idea of gods came from. Mm. right mm. so then this started making me think about so i'm already thinking about being honorable and what that means like being truthful right then i start thinking about the idea of gods how the vikings like got to like thor or like or like just gods in general and I'm like what is a god and i start thinking about like a god is something that you can't control like it's bigger it, it's like overwhelming so love can be a god mm. because you can't i can't control it i can get overwhelmed by it Rage is a god, can be mm. a god because it can overcome you and it's an overcoming force, right? The fucking ocean, the wind, right? All these things that like are so much more powerful than us. So I'm like, oh, I understood why people created them into gods or believing in these higher things, right? And then I'm start thinking about it, like about rage and love. And then I'm like, what stops you? What gets you into rage? Rage being the ego, right? Mm. Right? So now I'm, I've got this to the idea of gods and that rage is a god maybe and like love is a god because it can overwhelm you. And then I'm like, all right, but how do you get from love to rage, right? And obviously it's like through the ego, but it's like how do you get from love to rage? And I start thinking about it and I come down to like this thing, fear, right? Mm. So I'm like, mm. if I'm not loving... I'm fearing. And if I fear, I get into rage, right? Or like that's where my rage comes from, like the the misunderstanding. Yeah. You Survival. Know? You're just yeah. trying to protect yourself. You yeah. Know, and you're pissed off. You know, that anybody yeah. threatens you, fuck them. Yeah. So now yeah. I'm thinking about this, that everything's a God. Like on one end of the spectrum is a God, rage, and the other end of a, of a fucking spectrum is love. And then I'm like, how do you get between the two? Like how do you get from love to rage? And then I'm like, fear. Right, but I've just come up with this concept, or I haven't come with. I've, it's probably a fucking concept, but it's like now I'm thinking about it like this, right? Okay, gods are things that are overwhelming, that are fucking powerful, that can mm. that take that we can't explain the power of them, right? Mm. Like love, we can't explain it. Like fucking like the power of the fucking wind and the uh, like all these things. It's just so fucking overwhelming, you know. It's mm. way bigger than us. We can't control it. You know what I mean? So they're a god, right? And then I'm like, but to get between love and rage is fear, right? So you have to fear to end up like fucking with your ego. Like it's like insecurities. It's like, but I'm like, but fear is not a God because God, gods are like overwhelming, but I can overcome fear, Mm. right? Mm. So then I'm like, now, so now I'm thinking about like being honorable and the idea of gods. And I'm like, but fucking, okay, if I want to love and be the best version of myself, how do I do that? And how do I do that is like by like going into all my fears and my insecurities to be the most truthful version of myself, right? To get the truth, which is love to be. So it's like being your own God kind of thing. And I'm like, but where is rage? 
like what that comes into it. It's like you have to go up against rage. You have to go up against the villain, against evil. And then I started thinking about the villain and the hero, right? Because I'm like, okay, who fights evil? The hero does, right? Uh-huh. And I'm like, all right, how do you fight the hero? So then I'm starting to think of the hero comes from love, right? He comes from love, but the villain comes from ego. He comes from hate, mm. right? And they're going to fight each other because how do you stop? You've got to fight against hate to love, right? So love, the hero, is willing to strike. You know what I mean? It's like when you come at me, if you're okay, if you're coming at me, mm. right, as the villain, it's like out of love I'm going to strike you down. Because no, it's like for me to be my truthful self or like to love, it's like I'm not going to let you wreck the utopia. You know, so it's like hero fights ego, love fights rage. Right, you being a best version of yourself is like not allowing yourself to go into your fear, to your ego. Mm. Right? This is just okay. This is mm. yeah, this domino mental, effect, yeah, right? Yeah. So then I stuck into okay. I start thinking about this. What happens when the villain? Okay, so I'm thinking about this, right? This is all going on. And next thing, the COVID thing hits, mm. and I'm just watching this irrational fear happen all around me, right? And I'm like looking at everyone's fucking scared and freaking out, buying all the toilet paper and everything. And I start thinking about everyone's fearing, right? And then I start thinking about the villain, the evil villain. What happens when you fear? And I'm like throughout all fucking history, every story we know, when you, don't, when you fear, you die mm-hmm. because you look at it irrationally. You know what I mean? Like, so that hero like, or whatever, when the villain's coming at him, if he's not a hero, he dies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, so what happens when fear comes at you? The villains come at you to raise his fucking sword to cut your head off. It's like, now it's like you can either whimper and sit there with fear. That's a rational fear. Or then you can have fear and you can, and you can make a rational decision. It's like, okay, this guy is coming at me with a, with a fucking sword. I'm going to die. I need to react to this. Mm. You know what I mean? And then so I'm like, I'm watching everyone run around in fear and buying all the toilet paper and like freaking out. I'm like... These are the people that are get, like that die, yeah. And then I'm thinking like they them. die even within themselves mm. because as soon as you go into fear and don't be your own hero, like I'm sure if you sat at home and was like and you're watching a hero movie, right? And the world will go on a shit. That guy that steps up to the plate and fucking like does his part out of love, right? Mm. He's the hero. He wants to save mankind, mm. and we all want to be that. We want to be that best version of ourselves. But when we don't. We die. So now I'm thinking about like being your own hero, right? To be your most honorable version of yourself. And then I'm like, but where does the hero live? Where does he lie? Like he has to... (laughs) Then I'm like, when I was listening to Jordan Peterson talk about the underworld where the gods are, and then I was like, that's where the hero and villain lie. They are gods, right? They live in the underworld and fight each other. It's a constant fight, but it's like you have to... Okay, so how does the hero go into the underworld where where fucking evil is, right? To, to, to like live out of love, yeah. right? He dives down into the fear, right? He's not scared to go down and confront ego. Like he's not scared to go down and confront the most worst, the most horrible parts of yourself, mm. like the, the most selfish self. So then I'm like, all right. So, so then I'm like, well, then to, for me to be the best version of myself, I have to be my hero. Absolutely, yeah. You know what I mean? So to be my hero, I have to live truth because I have to live honorably. So for me to be my hero, I have to um, allow myself to be 
as much as I can be me, like my most authentic version, because then I'm living in truth. Mm. And I'm living in truth. I'm living in love. I'm living as my hero. Not there yet. <laughs> but you know no, what I mean? I don't know. I, this see is, you, I, see, I see you there. I see you. you no, know. but like this is my thought, whether if it's right or wrong, or there, there is no right or wrong, but whether it's just like, this is like where I'm like going and I'm like, I'm loving the idea of thinking about the gods of like looking at things as God is more powerful and like thinking about like me as my own God creating what I want in life. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like every situation I have that chance to react and like, I don't know. Like, it's still my journey, like my path. I'm still fucking it up. I don't know about that. I don't know if you're fucking it up. I don't, you know, like, I think, you know, that, I guess that's for yeah. you to say. But uh, I kind of think that, you know, it's, a, it's sort of like, okay, you, talk, you keep talking about love, right? Yeah. Okay. And I think that every moment is another opportunity to do that, right? So it's like you're never... It's never like there's a limitation on what you can actually do. Yeah. You know, it's sort of like, it's like the universe is continuously asking you, how do you love? You know, because that's, you're the unique manifestation of unconditional love that you are. That's who you are. Right. And we're on this planet to express that love. To be here. Yeah. Well, we're We're here to express that love. So the universe is constantly giving us opportunities to express that love. All the fucking time. Everything that you know changes, right? And the reason it changes is because the universe creates a new circumstance for you. And it says, okay, now how do you love? And then it just changes it again. You become somebody different. Everything changes. The wind fucking blows by your face. You know, you're not the same person. You're seconds later, right? And the universe is still asking you, okay, now how do you love? So it's just this amazing opportunity to love yourself. And the universe is constantly asking you to do it. The universe is constantly saying to you, okay, now how do you love? It's reminding you. It's saying, okay, how do you love right now? You know, Aaron, how do you love in this situation? Everything's different. You know, there's different people in the room. Or you just feel like a different person yourself, whatever. You got up and you got a hangover. Now how do you love? You know, it's like... Every fucking moment of yeah. your life is another opportunity to express the love that you are, the unique manifestation of unconditional love that you are. So what about when you're your own villain? Well, you know, it's like that's an interesting question because are you limited to being a villain or a hero or can you nah. be all of them? You know, it's like... I remember you said that. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like you can't just be... Well, you can, but I don't think it... For me, it's not going to be as fun. If you are just all love... You know, it's a it's because you're dancing with it. You know, you're down fighting it. Like the the game never ends when the hero wins. That's enlightenment. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like you know, like the hero wins. There is no evil. There's no ego. It's just there. But the world doesn't work that way because you need light and dark. You know what I mean? Like you, there's always like fucking I don't know. Well, it might work that way, but it's just like kind of polarities. But it's just like I don't know. It's like like I'm constantly. I always find my path of life is like always I, I feel like it's like two steps forward one step back mm. it's like i gain these tools and like fucking life's like so fun i'm just enjoying it. i'm going in this direction it's all frothing and then after after a while you know what i mean it kind of becomes old news and you start feeling a little bit lost again you're like oh where 
was I before? And I was like, and that's that constant challenge. You know mm. what I mean? That's why, why it's so good to constantly keep your life exciting because it's like, well, it's like I get there and I'm like having such a good time and then like I, I drift off. I'm like, what happened to me? It's like two steps forward, one steps back. And then I like get it like another tool or something else to like keep, you know, allow. And then you go up again. Like I'm always finding, you know, like life's just fucking amazing. Mm. And then after a while, I'm like, oh, hang on a sec. Like I... It's like, I've just been partying for three or four days. You know what I mean? Like, it's like that party, but three like months of life or whatever. And it's like, oh, hang on a second. It's like, oh, oh, I was having so much fun, but now I'm here. Shit. I went out of balance, balance a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like that darkness always creeps up. Like that villain is always creeping up, but that's why it's like a dance to be in the underworld. Yeah. But I think it's like, it's rational fear. Yeah. But I always love, you know, I was, you were reminding me of something when you were saying that it's like, it's like you're, you're talking about all the different facets of who you are mm. and how do you like put that all together into being yourself almost in a way it's, you know, yeah. and it's like, I remember this thing where Buddha, you know, everybody that came to Buddha, everybody, he treated the same. You know, like if a guy that was a murderer came to him, he would treat him like the same Same. as he would treat a guy that was a saint that came to him or, or, you know, like a a businessman or, you know, a leper or whatever. Because he had unconditional love. Well, he had unconditional love, but what he also, he said himself, the reason I can accept everybody that comes to me is because I am them. You know? Yeah, because he, he allowed himself not to be operating in a narrow bandwidth of what it means to be a human being. He was letting that himself, within himself. Like he was seeing let, the thief within himself when he sees he the let, thief. Yeah, he knew that every possible outcome was in him. He could be any he one could, of those people. Wow. And That's he knew that. And he ex- and, but he accepted that too. It's like he loved himself so deeply that he allowed himself to be everything that he was. He didn't say, oh, there's a part of me that's not okay to be, and there's a part of me that is. You know, it's like he just allowed himself that depth of love to just say, like, I'm okay. You know, it's like whoever I am in this moment is fucking amazing. How do you find that you do that in your everyday to day life? Oh, it's just constant reminder. You know, it's like whatever you do a lot of, you get good at. You know, it's not, it's actually not difficult to actually reach a point in your life where you absolutely love yourself and you Mm. just continuously do it because it's like, okay, if you're a bricklayer, right? And you lay bricks, you know, the first day you're probably pretty fucking wonky, you know? Yeah. But then, you know, after a few weeks, you know, you can build this amazing straight wall, you know, it's all leveled and everything else, you know, and it's like, you feel really good about yourself, right? Okay. So what's the difference between the first day and the, and the last day was practice you know yeah. you practiced fucking mm. building walls for like six weeks you, you know? know like people don't... So let, me, let me just finish oh, this yeah. right so if you can whatever you do a lot of you really get good at you know so so when you say how do you do that how do you love yourself all the time love yourself all the fucking time just do it to the point you where it's it. like you regular it's what you regularly do and it's like so it becomes a habit so it's sort of like well you know, like, and I'm getting really fucking good at loving myself. And I mean, you could be like the most best person in the world at hitting yourself in the head with a hammer. Yeah. If you did it enough, you, know, you just fucking get really good at that. Or or beating yourself up for, you know, looking like you look or 
you know, beating yourself for, you know, whatever, you know, all this bullshit lies that you can't be who you are that people beat themselves up about, right? And if you do it, you get really fucking good at it. Sorry. You know, it's not a good idea to do it. You know, it's a good idea to love yourself unconditionally all the time. And you just get really fucking good at that. It's a choice. Yeah, you know how people are scared to interact with people? Sometimes I got, like, I'll be sometimes walking with friends and I'll be like, how oh, can you not say hi to everyone? But it's something that I fucking love doing. I love talking to strangers because I get to yeah. interact with people, but it's like I get to brighten up their day as well. Like, it's just like, how nice is it when you're somewhere and someone just validates you? You know what I mean? They just see you as another person. Like, in the surf, like, for example, you can easily sit next to the guy, the guy next to you. And not say anything. And not say anything. And people yeah. just do that. They surf, they surf like two hours with crew and you've never even talked to them. You're getting wave after wave. Oh, that guy out there. And I'm like, and like I choose to like interact with those people, say hi to them or relate to them. Be like, oh, fuck, there's some good ones. Or like, yeah. oh, that was a really nice one you got. And it just makes my experience out there so much more enjoyable. But people are scared of that interaction. Yeah, you know what I mean? But when you get that interaction, like when you go into that fear and acknowledge those people, they acknowledge you. Always, yeah. Everybody's, you know what I mean? Everybody's when just you get, afraid to make the first step. Huh? Yeah. It's sort it's of like, like yeah. yeah, it's funny. Yeah. It's like, well, I mean, how much, you know, I, I don't think it's a problem that you do that. I think it's awesome because it just keeps bringing all these really interesting people into your life. Mm. You know? That's what it is, too. And I'm looking it's constantly for, I, I'm constantly looking for people that I think are smarter than me or, you know, it's like I went kayaking with this guy yesterday, right? This guy's like genius. He's like so mm. smart. He's so, he can just dissect a problem and just figure it out and then just, you know, make it work. You know, he's like, he's incredibly competent, you know? And it's like, and I'm just kind of like, you shoot. learn off those people. Uh, yeah. Like, and I'm just like, shoot from my hip. You know? It's <laughs> like, fuck it. You know, I'm just gonna... <laughs> you know, I've had this pretty awesome life i mean i'm not complaining it's 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 been it's been my life and i've you know done it totally different than this other guy right but i also saw how how fucking awesome it was that he could do that yeah that he was doing something different yeah i sometimes think and about that i enjoy that, that you know and I, I enjoy people that challenge me you know yeah yeah i like hanging out with people that are just so different to me yeah. Like, I've got a really good mate. We shouldn't be hanging out then. <laughs> <laughs> Your mind is so similar. Like, it's bizarre. But anyway. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. I, like, I hang out with this dude, Ed, and he's like a city dude from Sweden. He's this producer. But he just thinks really deep. And I just like, you know, I think about like just kicking around with this dude and like, like he's just grown up. He's just got a whole different way of living. Yeah. And it's so cool because I get to see inside his world. You know what yeah, I mean? Like I don't live yeah. like that. Like I'm living my lifestyle this way. But to be able to hang out with someone else that isn't in my same lifestyle, it's really fun for me because I don't judge. I look yeah. at and I bet I do that with heaps of people. It's like I like to look at, oh, that's how they're living life. That's yeah. cool. Like, well, you know, and like often because like what life is, is like you can, you don't have to do anything. But if you see anything good, you can do it. You know what I mean? You know, you know, it's like, like, it's like, you know, it's really an interesting kind of realization. It's when you were willing to play that game, when you're like willing to put yourself out and meet people and hang out and, you know, learn all this stuff, 
It's like your chances of survival dramatically jump. You know, it's like all of a sudden, you know, it's like, and that's because you know, you're going into fear. Well, you're wait a minute. Like, no, no, wait a minute. Let me explain. Yeah. Okay. Human beings. Okay. We, we want to survive. That's our main objective in life is to survive, to be here. That's yeah. really how, you know, and when you love, it makes your chances of succeeding at surviving like a million times, billions, trillions, unlimited times more. Because what you do is when you love, everybody loves you. Everybody wants to support you. Everybody wants to like see you succeed. Yeah. And it's like, so from just, a, just the standpoint of evolution, loving yourself yeah. is like, the smartest possible thing you could do. Wow, this is a great reminder. This conversation for me. Isn't, I just, it, I just isn't realized, that a mind blower? I just you know, realized. Like, oh fuck, man! It's built into us to to love. You know, it's like mm. as a species, we would not be here. We would not have been so successful if we didn't look at somebody and just think, "Yeah, I love that guy." Yeah. Or you know that guy, that guy because that guy's there, I'm safe. Or, you know, because, you know, there's a guy over there doing his thing. It's like, that's awesome. You know, it's like he's doing his thing. I'm doing my thing, you know, and it's like together we're all working, conspiring to make the world a place to live in, you know, and have a good time. He's doing his part. He's doing doing his part. part. I'm doing my part, you know, and it's just like, so if you're willing to play that game, all it comes true. That story becomes your reality yeah, where it's like fuck. everybody's here to like love you and help you. I just had these two big realizations when you mm. said that, but the second one popped in my head so much. And that was like gratitude. All right. Think about this. Fuck, I'm high. <laughs> gratitude <laughs> of like the gift of life. Like when you were saying that just then, I was like picturing, I was picturing these people walking around. I was picturing like... Italy, like markets, one guy storing the tomatoes, doing things, another guy over here, he's baking bread, you know, and they're just, it's just making life happen. Yeah. And then I saw this guy hand a box. This was in the vision of when you're, when I was, when you're telling me that I saw this guy hand someone a box in the market and he had a mustache on a little robe yeah. thingy. And he handed this guy this box and the, the guy opened the box and it was life. Oh, you know wow. what I mean? And I'm like, and the guy's stoked and it's like, when you're just saying that, right, we're all just doing our part, we're all here. I was thinking like how, like gratitude and why do I myself, maybe other people, I don't know, for me, why do I not have a, I should, why do I not realize how amazing it is that I was gifted this opportunity oh, yeah. to experience life? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like as in like, I've been gifted this. Like I, it, like I suddenly, like I'm not just yeah. like I'm here. You know, something happened to be able to like allow me the chances of to live like life almost impossible. So it's like, yeah. yeah, it's like holy fuck! Like someone like gifted me that. It's like that should be amazing, right? And I should fucking cherish that because I've given that being given. I've been won the lotto to be here. Yeah. So I'm here, and it's like, what are you gonna do with that? You know what I mean? I'm gonna while I'm here with this thing I've been gifted. I'm here to enjoy it. It's like, wow, I've been given something, this experience called life to fucking enjoy. Yeah. You know? And it's like, wow, how am I going to enjoy that? I need to love more. Wow. <laughs> I need to love more. I was just, yeah, before I was thinking like, why my mind's been so busy lately and I'm like doing all these things. And when you're saying that before, I realize like, I'm not loving myself enough. I realize like when I'm feeling the best is like when I'm, like I, 
when I'm meditating or like when I'm having these realizations or allowing myself to live more this truth, right? Rather than like, it's like I find I get too caught up in multitasking, trying to do too many things at once. Mm-hmm. And just like, instead of just being like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. like I'm tasting a little bit of this from the buffet. I've got to taste a little bit of this. I've got to do yeah. this instead of just sitting there and just being like enjoying that one meal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's about responsibility though. You know, at yeah. the end of the day, it's kind of like you're responsible for like creating the life you want to create, you know? It's, it's, I love, but I love that. I love that it's my responsibility. It's like, it's such a positive thing to say yeah. to somebody. It's your responsibility. And it's like, and you're saying to somebody, and don't be your, your ability to respond. What's your ability to respond? I remember you said to me about like loving yourself and we've talked about, we talked about this on our last one, I think about like telling yourself that you love you, like acknowledging that with this gift you've been given of life, yeah. that you're doing a great job because you're still here. You're living it, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, and take yeah. responsibility that everything's fucking amazing because yeah. you're here. You get to experience it. But with that, you can do whatever you want to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can experience it however you want to experience it because it's yours to experience. It's completely up you to you. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's completely up to you. So it's like, it's not a hard thing. You don't have to be hard on yourself. Not at all. Why would you? I mean... No, you know what? You can do whatever you want to do. People can do whatever they want to do. I've my default setting is loving myself. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's just where I want to go. <laughs> you know, look, I'm kind of a lazy dude. You know that I just no, I'm not lazy at all. I'm a guy. I'm a complete hedonist. Do you like challenges? Do you like challenging yourself then? All the time. Yeah. Well, you know, like my meditation is my challenge. You know, it's like physically I challenge myself all the time just because I like being in the environment and doing cool stuff. I just love that. But, I mean, I challenge myself constantly. I just, I'm kind of like always looking, I'm always asking myself the question, how could I enjoy this even more? Would you, you know, like whatever, whatever I'm, whatever I take on board, whatever comes into me, right, or okay. shows up in front of me, I'm always asking myself I, I'm not lazy. I say to myself, how could I even enjoy this moment even more? You know, what, what would I do? What would I say to even enjoy this moment more? Or what would I, how would I act right now to enjoy this moment even more? Well, and I guess that's where I take my cues is because like I allow each moment to be a really pleasurable experience. Well, right. So no matter what it is, I'll allow myself to find is that Something. is that by accepting that whatever's happening you can't control? So you're no, allowing I, what, it to happen. What, I think it's you... more coming from a space of I know that somehow I've done everything I had to do in order to make this moment exist. You know, I am responsible for this moment. You know, wow, that's deep. And it's like so I've done my whole life is culminated right now in this moment. Everything I've done, everything I've felt, every you know, every every aspect of my being is taking me to this very single moment. And in that moment, you know, it's like I can acknowledge myself for getting myself there. I can like love myself for allowing myself to be there. I can do all these, you know, I can fucking enjoy that moment that I've never had before. It's not yeah. something that I've ever experienced. And it's like, it's when the universe asks you, okay, now how do you love in this moment? 
that's your invitation to play the game, you know? Just constantly fucking... It's like the universe is always asking you, you know? It's like you go from being age 10 to age 30, you know, and age 30 existence is asking you, okay, you're not the same guy. You've become something completely new, you know? Or, yeah. And then I was just... When you were saying I was thinking you can be anyone you want. Like, as in you can go... I was just picturing, like, moving to a new town and new scene or whatever and just being like... There's no expectation. You can go be whoever you want to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like now it's like who I am now. It's like now it's like I'm like living on my property and like trying to grow food and like where I was when I was younger was not that person, but I went and became that person. It's like I was like, oh, I want to go one day and like live off land, like the land and like try to give that a go. So it's like I've allowed myself to go be that person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking that as in like that's the scary part for someone thinking like oh I can go be that they're like yeah but I'm not that but it's like you can be you just go be that I'd suggest whatever makes you the happiest in that moment is what you'd probably go for where do you think and would you say that's intuition then I, you know I fuck it I don't you know like I think that I'm all I can do is say for myself what that means. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what it would mean for anybody else, but for me, it's kind of like what draws me. Yeah. What draws me into situations is love, you know, loving myself. And that's what draws me. That's what, that's my focus when it's like, I'm, when I'm moving through the world, it's like, what, how am I going to love myself in this moment? You know, what's going to be the best way to love myself right now? You know, it's just, it's a fun game because it's like I actively create my life that way. You know, I'm asking the question. It's always in the back of my mind. You know, what's, what's the most fun I could have right now? Or what's, you know, like in this particular moment, I'm doing this, I'm out on my surfboard, you know, in the ocean, you know, like, okay, I could, I could come up with any story I wanted to while I'm sitting out there. Right. Yeah. But it's like the one that, you know, gets me going is like, fuck, the sun's in my face. You know, yeah. it's like the water's warm. You know, it's like there's... That's this... the story you choose to have with it. Yeah. Or someone could be sitting out there going, oh, it's so crowded. Yeah. There's these people, oh, there's a little bit windy. Oh, you know what I mean? You've just Completely. gone... Completely, yeah. You've it's chosen like... to pick the one that you have the most fun with. And then it's like I look around at my... I look around at all the people around me and it's like I'm getting confirmation for that. You know, it's like people paddle by and they smile at you and it's like, fuck yes, this is awesome. Yeah. You know, we're all having a good time. And that's that domino effect. You allow them to do that because you created the space. So then they're like that. And then yeah. everyone's vibing. It's like we always want to be at the party where everyone's on the same vibe. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Everyone wants to be dancing together, yeah. you know, because it's so fun. When you're there, it's like, where do you sit on no... No pain, no gain. Like, as in, like, challenging yourself, you have to, like, it's like you have to learn the lesson. No pain, no gain. To That's be able to, like, yeah. get, like, you know what I mean? I, okay, we're, I kind of have an idea. I, I don't know if this is going to be satisfactory or not. <laughs> okay. But it's like, I got an idea that there doesn't need to be, a, you know, like, there doesn't need to be pain. Honestly, you know, it's like, it's like, I don't think everybody, I don't think it has to be painful to fucking grow and to love and all these kinds of things. I think it's this weird Puritan ethic that we've been brought up with. Like, it's just, do you think it's a biological thing? Because I think I'm I more thinking of like challenging yourself to constantly feel achievement. 
You know what I mean? Does yeah, that, but that journey has to be painful. That doesn't again? have to be painful. I mean, it's like, could you oh, imagine? Yeah, it doesn't have to. Like, if you're running, I'm just picturing here running and like suffering. You're getting yeah, so yeah. fucked. Are you choosing to like suffer? Like, yeah, you're choosing exactly. to suffer. Like, no pain, no gain, but that doesn't have to be sufferable. You can enjoy that burn. Like, Fuck I yeah. enjoy that burn sometimes. You know, like when you're running and then like it hits and you're like, oh, I'm just going to go into this and enjoying it instead of just being like, no, nah, I can't handle it. Like, I know, yeah. Like when I go kayaking and it's like after a couple hours, of, we, I've got a, a pedaling kayak, not a paddling one, but a pedaling no one. pain, no gain. And when I go out on that and it's like my legs are burning from fucking going for like two hours solid, just kicking, you know? Yeah. It's like, and I just like the same thing. I You've just chosen find that, to enjoy the pain. I'm, I'm finding that so it's not such pain. a pleasure to yeah. me because I know I'm loving, I'm loving myself. I'm taking yeah. care of myself. I'm aerobically really super fit. You know, it's like, you know, it's like, I find it so pleasurable to do that. You know? Yeah. It just blows me away. It's like when we go out on the kayaks, it's like, that's why I'm always just like, fuck, let's go. I like getting like, like surfing and like an over surf, like paddled out and like, mm. oh, I can't paddle anymore. And you're like, oh, I'm just going to stay out. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> yeah. keep paddling. Or it's just, yeah. And you just... I love that. And then that's that feeling when, when you, for me, the best feeling in the world is coming in when you're surfed out because it's just been firing all day and you just melt into your bed. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you're just like, yeah. oh, and you're yeah. just like, get, like, I love that feeling of just melting. But that's an uncomfortable, like, uncomfortable, it's demanding. It's a demanding. like tiring feeling. And that's not normally a feeling we yearn for, but it's like, I'm allowing myself to enjoy that moment because I've got so much achievement because that that pain or that uncomfortability, like... Well, you made that something you want. Yeah, I made it something I want. Like, yeah, I, I allowed yeah. this uncomfortability to be, yeah. like, enjoyable. Yeah. Wow. You almost feel I like, you know... You almost feel like, you know, like... Yeah, it's like... I love for that. me, it's achievement. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, when I get up and I do something, you know, like, really... Like, I do something physical. Fucking, I feel totally achieved, you know? It's yeah. Like, I well, love pulling nose we're, hairs out. We're, we're animals, man. Yeah. You know, oh, I hate doing that. Oh, see, I actually like it for some reason. It's like, Are I you like serious? the pain. It's so weird. I grab a nose hair. Oh, go, bang. Fuck. Ow. Man. <laughs> He's He's like self I love doing it to mates. Like, just like stand there. One of my mates would be looking oh, at me man. and just be like, bang, and make him cringe. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, horrible. God. Don't do it. Yeah, I just want to get a good one. Oh, so. no. Oh, there, there's a couple. Oh, no. <laughs> I think there's something. No, okay, listen, I have to embrace it. I'm not going to go near it, but I have to embrace it. Oh, you put it in the ashtray. That's good. I like that. <laughs> Your nose hairs are in the ashtray. <laughs> no, I was grabbing the joint, you dickhead. <laughs> I'm putting the nose hairs on the end of this joint. And oh, no, 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 no. I won't. I won't. <laughs> Smoke a bit of me. <laughs> oh man we're going downhill quick man no we're not we're going what was that insight last night that you said to me oh okay what was that one freedom in going into fear how much freedom you get from it because when you allow yourself to do something you're allowing yourself to do what you want to do and it's liberating it's freedom you know what i mean if you want to go to art school and you just gave up and went to art school think about the freedom like about like doing what you wanted to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? You've just gone and you're like, oh, I'm just going to be me. And you just, you know, you're dancing in that 
realm. That's the realm you dance with because you let go, yeah. your arms can swing around because you've got freedom. Yeah. You're not shackling yourself down to anything. Yeah. You know, fucking I, awesome. Yeah. Everything I'm saying right now, I should have even said this at the start. And I just have this realization. Like everything I'm saying right now, like I'm just figuring it out as I go. Sure. Like I don't know this. It's just like this is just what I'm thinking right now. And I'm just figuring it out. So I'm just like saying out loud what I'm thinking. Absolutely. You know, but it's just yeah. gonna it's constantly changing and growing. So I was like, I don't know that this is the truth. But I just I feel it is my truth, or I feel it is for me right now. So I'm just like saying it, you know what I mean? Well, in this moment, it's your truth. Mm. You know, yeah. it's like right now, that's how you feel, you know, and it's yeah. like, and you know, if you get, yeah, and people's perspectives change, you know, by, you know, they're going to all change. So, what did that doctor say at the end? Oh, fuck, man. They got, that was so interesting. I'll, I'll look up his name because I think if anybody's listening to this, they should watch this video, me. man. It's like, remember your phone's on airplane mode. Oh yeah, I can't yeah, find it. Yeah, you sent it to me. Or no, your phone's on airplane mode. Okay, yeah. Doctor Who predicted COVID nineteen answers all. Is that that one? Is that the last one I sent you? Sailing Norway to New Zealand. No, did you send this to me? No, Elvian sent it to me. Oh yeah, Elvian sent it to you. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, what's that guy's name? He is like an enlightened genius. Doctor Do. <laughs> Doctor Do little. No, no. Doctor something. Fuck, how do I get on the thing? Doctor, okay. Fuck. My next guest is so important. Uh, oh. I've had the opportunity to interview Zach Bush. I've Zach Bush. Seen- Zach Bush, yeah. Okay, what did he say at the end that was like so... Oh, God, man, it's like... I. If I told you what he said at the end, I would be doing a disservice. To okay. You know, it's like what did you literally, get from? What, I, you got what a, was the lesson that you got? Because you're saying today that like you felt so good because it's like someone gave you a lesson. Okay. This guy is like so, that, this guy is so smart. He understands like the interconnectedness of like the planet, about, of the people, you know, of every fucking living being, of even of viruses and bacteria and, whatever it is he sees how it all works together and he's just like he's a genius man this guy when he explains stuff it's just like you just like you get that feeling in your stomach of yeah absolutely i know this is the truth you know so when i watched this video i just like it just blew me away the insights this man had into life you know just by but it's like he's done, he's like a doctor. He's learned so many different things about being a doctor. He's been like three or four different types of doctors, you know. He's studied each time to be somebody different and stuff like that. And he's also into like uh, permaculture. And he's into just like all these amazing... Yeah, he's everything connecting. He's understanding that everything's connected. He's and completely the, getting it. Yeah. Really and getting it. And if you get it. yourself in line with that, like I know in permaculture, if you understand how everything connects to each other, like all the different parts of like a permaculture system of like growing food to shelter to like fire, like just or what each plant, what each microclimate, what everything would need. Mm. When you align that up, mm. it works because nature does it does the job. Yeah. So if he's just trying to, he's he's realized that you need to line that up, yeah. you know, 
That's mind body on a, spirit on a, isn't on a level which is kind of like embraces the whole medical system. I mean, this guy's just like so fucking smart. You know, he's so in tune with what's going on. And they asked him this question of of like, uh, you know, the fact, uh, what is it all about that we keep everybody in, you know, under confinement right now? You know, you can't even go to the hospital and see your mother or father, or you can't go, you know, like uh, to some function, you know, where it's like all your best friends are or something like that. You know, none of us are allowed to do that, right? And it's like, he was saying we're all buying into the fear. It's like what connects human beings with each other is love, right? And he, oh, no, yeah, he used it. He said something like, okay, a Marine, a hero, is a guy that goes in and we have a, a, a rule if you're like in the military, you never leave somebody behind. You know, you'll even go in and fight, you know, to get somebody out. You yeah. know what I mean? Or you'll risk your life to get another guy out of there. You know, it's because if you don't do that, they won't do that for you. Yeah. So everybody just has each other's back, right? And he says that that is the most dangerous fucking thing that could happen to you. It's really, really fearful, right? That situation, but you do it because that's what human beings do, right? Yeah. And then he said, now they're telling us that we can't, with fear they're scaring us so badly that we're not doing our natural thing to go in and see the people we love or you know to like connect with the people that are dying around us you know and just you know being there for them you know it's like we're living in such a state of fear that we won't even we let these people die on their own you know? yeah because when you when you don't when you fear so much you lose honor yeah totally you yeah. know what i mean but it was just, but I mean, this is just one little thing this doctor guy was saying. He was like, he was just like literally like blowing my mind every fucking almost phrase he would say. He would just kind of blow me away. It was just like, fuck, this guy's enlightened. He's saying things that I need to hear, that I need to grow, you know, like I need to understand on a level like he understands that, uh, yeah, the, the, he was teaching me. You know, I was, I was listening to him, but it was like at the same time, I could feel like he was trying to impart knowledge, and it was like, fuck, this guy's just so in love with the planet that he just wants to wake people up. You know, I just found him so refreshing. You know, it's such an interesting. Fuck, guy. I just had this real weird li- realization from that of like you saying, like it's like basically like respecting. Mm. And when you're saying that, like, I started thinking about my nana was gave her body to science mm. when she passed away. And I remember that that's very honorable to do. It's very scary. But then I was thinking, like, in doing that, there's two sides to that blade. And one's, like, disrespecting the dead, but it's also respecting the living. Mm. So it's kind of the thing. But I just remember, like, being, like, the honorable and, like... um Oh fuck! So I just—I was on the best wavelength in a second. Ago. Yeah. Well, let it How go. did I start that again? Your nana. Before that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what are we what talking was your about? nana? What was your nana like? Was she awesome? Oh, yeah, she I've sounds had some great like grandparents. I have had some great grandparents, but yeah, I was just thinking about that. I was like thinking about like, whoa, that's like kind of like not respecting the dead there or like what has been here 
But then I'm like, we're respecting what they wanted and we need to do that anyway. We're talking about something about the human race. This guy not being able to see love your people oh, in this guy, Zach. What was his last name? I don't know. Was it? I can't remember. Ah, oh, he's amazing though. Yeah. yeah. Definitely if you... Zach someone. Oh, I don't know. Was it Bush? <laughs> I have no idea. And it's way this, too hard to You have to, to go back. Right You've got to take this back and listen to the guy's name again. Right now? No, 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 oh. not us. Damn. Who's ever listening? Okay. It's like, you're yeah. oh, it's too high for... You guys do it because I can't do it. I can't do it either. No, I can't. No, I can't even remember the fucking sentence that I was saying. Something about respecting... Oh, you were saying, I was like, that comes down to respect. And oh, no, then I started thinking about like religion's right or like just being honorable. What's mm. being honorable is like being respectful. And it's like worshiping and worshiping God. And like you can be your own God. And then I started thinking about like worship is pretty fucking good to worship something because you're just allowing yourself to really respect something. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So you're allowing yourself to love something. I'm like, yeah, but you could do that to yourself. You should. Like, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. instead of, like, an external God, like, you can be your own God. But I'm just, like, thinking, like, it's okay to worship. Oh, completely. You know? Yeah. Because, yeah. like, that's respecting you. When you worship yourself, you respect yourself. If you're respecting yourself, you're being honorable, you know what I mean? Then you're living with honor, which means you're living as your own hero, yeah. which means you're living as love. I've, I've but never, it's just harder to do than said. <laughs> I, I've, just, I've never <laughs> met a person that loved themselves that I really felt loved himself, that I didn't feel loved by. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, it's like if somebody really, really wow. loves himself, I've always felt, I've always felt it, you know, and it's like I felt it loved they me. loved you. You felt that, Janet. And that's why, because it's like you don't trust. I know like a few people in my life, like that just really made me think of some people in my life that aren't loving themselves and how they like respond to the world. Mm. You know what I mean? Wow. Because yeah. like and like I don't feel loved by them because they're not like I just well. oh, completely. I mean, if you're not going to give yourself love, you can't love anybody else. That's yeah. That comes down and to that saying that like yeah. it's hard to like understand what it is. It's like you can't love anyone until you love yourself. I remember that, and I would say that you know like it was the saying like when I was like in my t- teen years or something, yeah. and even my like early twenties or whatever, and I never a, actually yeah. understood it. It was a line to get chicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What we all yours? said it. Uh, I would always say, "Be here now." Yeah, that was like such a bullshit. I don't even know what like, I was fucking like, saying. Be in the now with me. Yeah, be in the now. Yeah, be, be here, here now. now. Yeah, be here yeah. now. But it was that one of your pickup lines, you dog. Oh uh, yeah, it always worked. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being like fucking fifteen or like fourteen. Being a su- okay, a friend of me, a friend of mine, the other day, um, my mate's girlfriend actually was down the beach, yeah. um, fucking sunbaking. Yep. And she was topless. Yeah. And these fucking little kids came down and was like, oh, excuse me, like, um, do you have the time? <laughs> and she's going on about these little shits and I start laughing. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, those boys. And I was like, oh, I did that. I remember being like Absolutely. 13 or 14 and seeing like a girl like sunbaking down the beach and you're like, fuck, I want to like going to go up and you just be nice to say like say hi and walk off like you know and I'm like that's what kids do like because they're like getting so curious and like and I'm like don't be annoyed be flattered you know I was like yeah. they didn't they weren't they were just kind of harmless I don't say I'm condoning this behavior actually <laughs> fuck I just remember I was just she was like going all these little creeps and I just started laughing I just thought it was so funny and I'm like I remember 
being like, excuse me, do you have the time just so yeah. I could like talk to a pretty woman? Yeah. You know yeah, what I absolutely, mean? Absolutely, yeah. And I was yeah. like, I needed to go through that to have the confidence to even talk to women. Like I remember doing that. They gave me their confidence because you're so scared. I've got mates. I've got this one mate, Jai. Mm. And he is the most good-looking, coolest cat I know. And chicks fucking love him. He could have any woman he wanted, right? This guy is just... He's just a great dude. Yeah, yeah. But he is so scared of women. And wow. I have no idea why. So, and... We'll be, I remember being in the bar, like, over, like... Because we were living in Indonesia together. I remember being in bar, like, in this bar one time. And he's like... And he drives us at the bar. And he's just, like, got a couple of beers in front of him. Or a couple of drinks. I'm like, what are you doing, man? He's like... Oh, I see that girl over there. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, man, she's such a babe. Like, oh my God. Like, I'm going I'm to go talk to her. And I was like, man, go for it. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not drunk enough. And he's like, come oh, on. He's just sitting there. And he's just sitting there. And like within the space of like 20 minutes, half an hour, I saw my best mate, right, get real drunk just so he had the confidence to go up and say hi to this girl. And by the time he walked up, he was just a drunken mess. Oh, no. And he just like fucked it. Uh, like, she didn't like him, did she? No, because he was too drunk. But yeah, if she yeah. met him, like, let her just trip me out because it was like, Jai sober can get, well, no, Jai anyway. Like, if he wanted to go and like talk to that girl, he could have the confidence to do that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, mean, I see that in, in him. Yeah. And I wonder why he doesn't. You know what I mean? I'm like, how does he not see that? How does he not allow him to love himself enough to mm. give him what he wants to do? He doesn't have the courage to be him, he gets scared. Yeah, and then by the time he finally does it, it's not the authentic him, so he oh, doesn't yeah, connect yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what connect, I mean? He's yeah. not showing him. Yeah. So it's like, so it's funny, huh? Yeah. So in a way, it's like kind of, it's like that. I don't know. It's like being that little shit. Like you got to get the confidence to be like, hi. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's great, huh? It's awesome that you did it. Yeah. It's like anytime you put anybody on a pedestal, you're going to be afraid of them. You know, it's like, yeah. fuck, you know, don't do it. You know, it's like, I, you know, I was in a relationship where I, you know, like put my balls in a little box and gave them to her, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking horrible. And you, well, it was I, the worst relationship because I, it's like, it just didn't work out. I remember when I, I couldn't, I was not being myself anymore. And I was like, as not being a man, you know, as like, as like, uh, what does yeah. she want? I thought she, well, she was some guru chick that I was with. I remember, well, I yeah. had the same experience with, with, with Lex, with my ex. And I remember you saying to me, like, I was around here one day and I was, you know, and I was like whinging about her, like, or about our relationship and like, you know, um, yeah, yeah, just the whole like breaking up with her and just, you know, like, just, yeah. yeah, I was just like being resentful, I suppose. And I remember you saying to me going, yeah, but you created that. <laughs> I was like, fuck, why can't you sit here and agree with me for once? You know, I'm sitting here trying to whinge, like being like, it's their fault. Them, them, them. I'm not taking responsibility. Yeah. And when you said that, I just remember being like, fuck. And that was like a whole day of solid realization being like, and that hurt. Like it hit. It was looking at the ego, looking at the villain. Yeah. Like me not being the best version of myself at a time. Like I created that life. I created that relationship I allowed the relationship to go that way. You know what I mean? By Completely. not setting, setting boundaries for myself. Yeah. By not, yeah, because I was so Googled by that woman. It was yeah. just like when I met her, I was like, I'll be whoever you want to be. <laughs> like, oh, what do you want? You know what I mean? I was like young and like stupid and I was just over overcome by beauty. And I didn't, I didn't love myself enough to set boundaries. Yeah. Because I was nervous in front of that woman. 
Like, so like I yeah. tried to be who she wanted me to be rather than just being myself. And it's like, because I like wanted it so bad, you know, because I was so smitten by that woman. So I was like, now when I meet or like how I go into a relationship now with anyone is that's what I mean. Like I owe her so much because she taught me so much, oh, yeah. that woman. It's like, so she taught me this, right? When I meet someone, whoever it is, the best I can do to have the best experience is be my authentic self. If I allow myself to be me, I can either connect. I, when I connect with this person, I truly connect with them. Yeah, I don't have to be anyone else, just me, right? And I, understanding the fear in that, and the fear in that is that life's a puzzle and we're all not going to get along. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're not going to fit perfectly with everyone. But the ones I do fit perfectly with is going to be magic. Yeah. Because I came from your who authentic, I am and I'm here self, to live yeah. this life for, I'm here for magic yeah. you know what I mean like I'm here for as much magic as possible and I want to have magic with people yeah. you know what I mean and so I do that with anything anyone I'm nervous with when like if I like yeah let's say when it comes to the dating world if I if I meet a, a, a female <laughs> if I meet a female if I meet a girl you know it's just like I say that to myself like I'm only here for love and the most authentic experience and so like I allow myself just to be me that way if I connect with her it's completely authentic you know what I mean I'm yeah. getting her she's getting me because I'm creating like trying to create a space where they can be themselves same with friends like when I meet new people you know, you meet a group of dudes or whatever, you don't know them and you're like, oh yeah, I should try and relate to them and just, just fucking, just found. It's like, if I just be me, then they can accept me for me. Yeah. And it's just freedom. It's just so liberating. It's like, oh, oh wow, yeah. I can be me. You know what I mean? But you set that stage at the start by worshipping, by respecting, by honouring yourself, by being your own hero. Yeah, completely. By being, yeah, just, completely. everything just keeps coming, blowing my mind. Everything keeps coming back to responsibility. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. You know. That was in the every time I talk to you, it reminds me. To, it reminds me that everything is fucking perfect. Everything is absolutely fucking perfect. That's you know, what like you even, remind me. You know, like the whole okay, like when you look at the planet, right? Uh, you know, it's like it's, it's it's so fucking weird. You know, you think about the planet, right? And you think about um, like. Okay, all the things that are going on on the planet, you know, like global warming and, you know, this and that sort of thing, you know, like bleachings of the reefs and, you know, all the kind of stories that are going on, you know, overpopulation, you know, like pollution, all this kind of stuff. And you think about it and you say, wow, why is it like that? You know, why is the world so crazy like that? Right. And then it's like, and I just say to you, it's exactly what it should be. It's exactly perfect. And the reason I say that is because it's like the world that we experience is a manifestation of a collective consciousness. Oh, yes, it is. So, and it's, and it's, so it's like we are allowing ourselves to live on a planet that looks like this. It's our choice. We're doing this. It's not like it's some kind of like, whoa, it's like somebody's fucking me over or something like this that. This is the no. collective choice. This is what, if you told me that, you know, like, the way we all feel about each other, like not loving ourselves enough and all these kind of stuff, you know, like large, large numbers of people don't like themselves. They actually have been brainwashed to believe that they're not good enough. Right. And it's vast number of people probably, I don't even, Do I hopefully like, like marketing and that's why people marketing, they're always telling you, well, you're sure, not good enough. sure. But you know, the interesting, you know, the thing is with, uh, 
Oh man, I lost that for a second. Well, you, no, you, no one needs to do anything. When you were saying that, I was like thinking about like. Oh, no, I got commercials. it again. Okay, I got it okay. again. Yeah, I got it again. Okay, yeah. So it's like if you told me that the way people feel about themselves, and that when you walked out of your house, the sky was always blue, and you know, like the there was no famines, there was no wars, there was no you know air pollution, there was no you know, I would say that doesn't make sense is what I would say. Because the collective consciousness, I would be saying the universe isn't working in that moment. Because you always get what you want from the universe. Always. So it's like, if we believed the beliefs that we have collectively and it was a different reality, I would say, that's weird. You know, the reality that that we're experiencing should reflect where we're at. You know? That's and it does. It always does. And it's like so. I think the time the planet's going to heal and clean itself up and do all the things that we would, you know, that I would actually like to see happen. I think that's going to happen when people actually start to love themselves. Well, we're just listening to in the car the snake that's inside you is the same snake that's inside me. You know what I mean? It's all collective, like snake. It's all the, you know. I think it was more relating to like. Yeah, your darkness that you can be. Yeah, that the serpent is within everyone. He was yeah. talking about the old Jordan. Yeah, he was talking about the Christianity, like the snake becoming Satan. But mm. he was saying like why like that snake is the serpent, right? And mm. like you've given into that that evil, right? And as soon as you do that, that's the same snake that's inside you and inside like you. It's like when people realize that it's like. As a whole? No, wait, I don't know. Is it a whole or is it just you're your individual snake? So you're your individual like... Oh, understanding that it's like... Oh, fuck, I don't know. Is it like fixing your snake? There is no fixing. <laughs> Why am I fixing <laughs> snake's shit? fine, thank no, you very yeah. much. <laughs> yeah. Understanding that we're all snakes. I don't know what I'm talking about. No. Understanding. Well, no, you, I had a thing. You know... But I'm just so like... Um, yeah. I was having a real nice moment just then because... I was just watching these, as you're saying that, it was like the whole feeling of what you're saying was going through me. And I was watching these leaves blow in the wind. And I was just like watching how nice that was. And I was appreciating, right? I started appreciating that wind hit those leaves. And then I started thinking about COVID, how I've been finding it really nice that people have been out surfing, like out hanging out, out appreciating. I've been watching friends really appreciate the moon or the sunset or the moonrise. What People that I normally see as like, not appreciating that or like just busy Ah, and i'm like what seeing friends of mine like stop and like fucking smell the roses stop and like and i'm like for me i'm looking around i'm like wow this is kind of cool you know what i mean like i'm having i'm seeing some friends that have been that are suddenly allowing themselves to be them you know it might happen through this COVID because they suddenly like made themselves less busy they're suddenly less busy so they had the time to do that but I'm watching them having a really good time. Yeah, yeah. Ah, it's amazing. Yeah, if you have the opportunity to actually stop and enjoy it, it's like pretty fantastic. Fuck. That's pretty fucking cool. Thinking like what, right now, I'm thinking, what can I do in my life to love myself more? And I was just thinking, I, can, I, I meditated um, two nights ago. We did this big breathing session. And I was just... I had so okay in the last month I would have only meditated maybe three or four times or not even maybe 
But mm. the two times I've both had these really nice appreciation, loving realizations. And I've been able to let a lot of stuff go. Like I healed like, oh, I've healed, been able to heal relationships, right? Mm. And I'm like, why am I doing this more? I used to do this so much more and I was always putting myself in a really good frame of mind. It's like, why am I not allowing myself to do that? You know what I mean? And I was mm. like thinking about it. I was like, so I was like, maybe right now to love myself more, I can go back to doing more breathing exercises because I feel yeah. great when I do that and I feel accomplished and it, like it helps me be a better version of me. Fuck, all right, oh, I'm going to do that. Good. I should sounds write a good. list and I'm going to put that down, yeah. hold me to it. Yeah. And then um, what I've been liking is that, yeah, like getting back into exercise, like slowly exercising a bit, feeling that accomplishment. Mm. Mm. allowing myself to do that more because i'm just been putting other things first yeah it's like you know it's out of balance yeah whatever it is that you you know you feel that you would actually really love to do you should allow yourself Mm. to do that well i just i just think it's like everything's fine you're just doing it you're doing what you want to do and then after a while like if you get lost in that a little bit you start like not being in balance with it and you're like oh you know i was really having fun with this but now i'm not so coming back a bit you know what I mean? It's like burning yourself out. It's like, oh, don't burn yourself out. Mm. You know what I mean? You know, like when you're going too hard at something, it's about finding that balance. But I always find it's like you do, and then you just got to bring yourself back sometimes. Like there's no problem that I was just, um, that I haven't been exercising as much as I'd want to be or anything. It's just like, you know, there's no problem with that. But it's like, that's, I've been having a like, fun time now that I haven't been doing it. I miss it. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to go yeah. back to it. Yeah. It's just, I'm going to go back into that frame of mind. And when I do that, I feel great, but it's like that procrastination to do that is where the like, where the vulnerability, where the insecurity lies, or like where the 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 fear is, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like that step to doing it, just stepping mm-hmm. over the edge. Well, I mean, you know, it's and it's also a balance. You know, it's like there's, uh, you know, it, you know, the thing is, it's like whatever you do, you want to do it. You know, it's like. You know, like it's never like you have to do anything. It's like if you wanted to, you could sit in a chair and just end your life if you wanted to. If you really didn't want to do anything, you could actually do that as well. So it's more like we always have the freedom. And if if you find yourself doing it, doing something, you're doing it because you fucking want to. (laughs) You know, literally, that's why you're doing it. You know, you've thought of all the reasons why you know, you could do it or you couldn't do it. And you decided, oh, it's important for me to do this. So you're doing it. So don't beat yourself up for whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah. Love yourself while you're doing it. Allow yourself. It's your choice to do that. Don't make it, you know, like don't judge your choice against somebody else's judgments, you know, accept that that's your choice. That's your choice. Accept that you also did that, that you created that. Yeah. That's why you're doing it. It's like you've decided. And and at some point you can also like say to yourself, well, maybe it's, I can actually look at my basic, you know, the things that are driving me and I can do it. You know, my beliefs and stuff. I could look at that. And maybe if I look at my beliefs a little bit closer and I find a few beliefs that aren't working for me. Because you're going to create it for yourself. I'll drop those beliefs and then I'll just come up with some new beliefs. And that might change the way I do things. That just took me back to uh, when I said before about the relationship breaking up and taking responsibility. When I realized like you're like, I created that. Mm. It's like creating things that are going to work for you in yeah. life. You know what I mean? That's that. What you say, what, what you like to say about um, eliminating limitations. 
Yeah, there's no downside in you're living you efficiently. It. So it's yeah. like, okay, how can I live more efficiently? And that's like by wait, what's it like well, again? By loving, it's, <laughs> by, it's by loving yourself. <laughs> no, it's but, like everything we're doing is about loving ourselves. There's nothing we do that's not about loving ourselves. You know, like if you think about it, try to think of one thing you do that's not about loving yourself. You don't do, there's, you take a shit to love yourself. You know, you get up and eat breakfast to love yourself. You know, it's like you take mm. a shower to love yourself. You know, it's like everything you go to work to love yourself, to create money, to like take care of yourself. You know, it's like every single thing we do, even if we think we're doing it for somebody else, no, we're doing it for we're love. We're doing it for us. We're doing it for love. Wow. So it's like once you realize that everything you do, you do for love, you just figure out how to do that as good as possible you know get rid of the restrictions get rid of all the limitations that you you know like all the bottlenecks and everything else just let yourself you that's your job is to love yourself just figure out the most efficient way to do that you know the most what did you do in your life to do that get a house like what did you do sir (laughs) well i think what i did the thing that i did the most important thing that i did was I let people be responsible for themselves. I stopped deciding what other people should be doing and stopped trying to figure out other people and just fucking started allowing them just to be whoever they were in front of me. So it just gave me such an amazing amount of freedom. You know, the fact that I could turn my brain off and not think about what you should say, who you should be, what you should wear. Letting go you know, of control. Just completely let go of control. Completely let go. And it's just like, yeah, like you said, why am I trying to control what you do? Well, if I am, I'm not busy doing my own thing. Yeah. You know, if I'm buying into your conspiracy, you don't have time for my conspiracy. It's like, fuck that. You know, it's like, I want to, you know, allow, if I'm willing to say that I can be right and that it's okay to be me, then I have to also be willing to say that it's okay for you to be you. Or if fuck you love people when you see them for them, when you allow them to be them. Exactly. Like when I allow my mates, like really drop expectations, really just people in my life that I just really love when I just love them for who they are. Yeah. Like when I just, there's no story who they have to be. That's just them. And just fucking love with unconditionally. Yeah. Well, that's who they are. I don't, because they, I don't need anything from them. What, you know, just allowing them to be them. And it's like, wow, fuck, he loved them. Yeah, yeah. isn't that awesome? Mm. Oh, my mate Jamie just got home. Yeah. And I haven't seen him in like a year and a half. And it's just been so fun hanging out with him. You know what I mean? Because I just love that guy. I, I just love who he is. I'm going to go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, are we going to continue talking? I don't know. Should I get a cup of tea? Yeah. yeah I'll pause it and we just get a cup of tea. Okay, we're back. Okay. But we're back and then we realize we're too lazy <laughs> to keep talking. <laughs> We've got short attention spans. And we're like, yeah, we just got up, walked around Stone for 10 minutes and then be like, oh, should we go through the Frisbee? And we're like, yeah. And we started that's... looking at doors and we're like, oh, that's right. We're, we're, we're having a conversation. Uh, and Aaron gave me the best idea on the doorways, on the entryways into the doors. We're going to put ohm signs. Yeah, you know, painted ohm signs on the walls because your doors are like pointed arches. It's like it's like it's pointing to something. It's like you're walking into just because. Yeah, it's like 
I like it because it's like we're you're just... walking into like a, a, a cathedral or something, like, but not like just anything of like yeah. higher proportion or something. You kind of get what I mean? Yeah. Like a sacred space. Yeah. So it's like you put that on the, a symbol that's just like kind of gives it this uplifting feel. Absolutely. So whenever Absolutely. you enter the room, just chills it's just like, out. yeah, Damn, whenever you yeah. enter the room, I was saying like, it's just like when you put prayer flags up and you walk under them into the room, it's just like, it's like someone's saying, like created this space, like, hey, this is the chilled space. It's just a reminder. It's just like to let it go that it's all good. You know what I mean? So okay. like when you go under those things, you're constantly, you're reminding yourself and when you do it all the time, it becomes yeah. it. And then you start resenting it. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> and you know what? How good is that? It's like putting up, you know, hey, how's this? If you were good, <laughs> you know, like if somebody says, how do I love myself? Right. You know, like, like they'll yeah. ask, you know, oh, it's difficult. You got to, you know, how do you do it? Right. Why don't you just put up fucking signs all around the place? Oh, that tell to you. To love yourself. Yeah. Just remind Well, that's why people do those vision boards and stuff too. Like a reminder of where you want to go in life. Great Because it reminds you to do it. You're like, oh, that's right. I want to go on that path. So I need to continue. They do that. That's a great idea. Just remind yourself. Is that the point of this our conversation to remind you to love yourself? I I, you know what? what I don't think we could even finish better than that. It's like literally, if if there's anything in this podcast that made any sense to me, it was the conversation about love, you know, and how to do it and how to love yourself and everything else. And it's like, and. And I'd like to, the and last thing I'd like to say is it's like love yourself a lot because you get really good at it. Wait, and think about this, right? Think about this. It's better to realize that now oh, than later. Yeah. You know oh, what I mean? Because yeah. you can think about the the experiences you can you can have if you do that. You know, it's more efficient to do it earlier because you're going to have a fucking amazing life. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got it's more like, time to practice. Yeah. You just get to do it. Wow, rather than give yourself a couple of years to practice loving yourself, give yourself like a lifetime to learn to practice, you know, practice yeah. to love yourself. How good are you going to be at the end of that life? You know, that's fucking, fucking epic. Mad dog. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like just no excuse. It's like, you know, like always blows me away. That there's no excuse not to love yourself. There's no excuse good enough that's going to benefit you in any way to not love yourself can't think of one thing that you should do to not love yourself that's worth doing literally you know so it's like don't find excuses not to love yourself find excuses to love yourself <laughs> by reminding yourself just do whatever to, it put, takes put yeah. signs up oh, signs that's you know. what i was just okay what i'm trying to do in my life, if you think about it like this mm-hmm. right now is like i'm building my house because yeah. i'm trying to build a space for me to be me So I'm trying to do things. You're trying to love yourself. Yeah, I'm going to try like build a gym in it. You know what I mean? Like a little, so I've got my little gym. So it's like I'm, it's there as a constant reminder to keep me to be fit. You know what I mean? So okay, I'm creating that. And then it's like, I've just all that furniture I just bought was all floor furniture because I'm trying to create a space that's a meditation space. Like we're all sitting on the floor when we eat, we're on the floor, we're all together because it's like, I want more meditation in my life. You know what I mean? So I want that reminder there. I'm creating that so I can do that. Wow. Absolutely. I just fucking was very proud of myself. Yeah. Sometimes that's because I don't. I beat myself up. You know what I mean? Like we all do. It's like you're not, you just like I'm, I'm building my house and a lot of it's hard and frustrating or like, it's like, I'm really, I'm really actually loving it. But it's like, yeah, you know, it's like, 
I'm learning to do things and like I'm not that good at some things and I'm getting better and everything. And I just realized like, fuck yeah, but I'm doing it. I just realized I had this realization that, yeah, like I'm doing it and it's just I'm giving it a go and and just like should be proud of myself for doing that rather than being like, oh, I should do this bit better. Fuck, I should have done that or like... Uh, you know, like no, no way. Yeah, it's like no enjoying way. the yeah. journey, allowing it's myself like, to do it, and to allow myself to enjoy that journey is to by being proud of myself. Yeah. It's back to the loving yourself, just it's loving myself to, to do yourself. it. Yeah, it's Fuck like it. why you know, it's like back. whatever. Yeah, it's always it always comes back to that. The only reason we're here. I just realized, right? Everything we've said, everything, and all these different things. It's just different tools to do that. It all comes back, all these different philosophies, all these different like metaphors yeah. or things we're realizing or other people realize or have told us or whatever, it all comes back to the one thing. It's just like a different ingredient to do it. Yeah. But it's just like, it's, it, there's one ingredient that, that is all the same and that's allowing it. Yeah. Like your mind. No matter well, how you get there. Well, what's really fun is, you know, like right now what we've done is we've played with a lot of different ideas on mm. how to love yourself. Yeah, that's it. And it's like fucking what, you know, like what better conversation could you have with somebody? You know, like to actually think, you know, meet somebody on the street and then it's like, okay, let's figure out how to love ourselves right now. You know, like if you said that to somebody, you know, it's like what a fucking relationship that would be. You know, it's like what can we do to love ourselves right now? You know, it's like it just like conspire to love everybody you meet love yourself you know it's like what a fucking blessing that is to have that realization you know it's like it's like put all your the only thing you're here to do is love why not put all your energy into it yeah you know that's the only thing you're here to do you know and it's like get into it enjoy it enjoy loving yourself you know like revel in it you know it's just like there's and you cannot do it enough <laughs> you know you literally it's an inexhaustible opportunity to love yourself on this planet that's what this whole thing is that's why it's such a fucking amazing place to be you know it's just it's an endless opportunity to be blissed yeah you know? and it's like so yeah, you got to create the downside in order to experience it. I'm not interested in that anymore. You know, I've been trying to do get creative with my living space. You know what I mean? When I go to people's houses and I see, like, you putting OM symbols, if you do that right, see what people have created. Yeah. Like, really nice. And it's just, like, so nice because I get to create your home. You get to create your atmosphere. You get yeah. to create, like, you get to experience it. It doesn't have to be one way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can do it anyway. You know what I mean? You can do it any fucking way you want. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like if I want to put a big pink wall thing in and like put beads on it, it's like I can do that. You know what I mean? What yeah. would it be like? Oh, man, you know I've got a teepee? I'm what putting a, great a fucking idea. teepee up. I can't wait for that. That's another thing. It's like, fuck, I wanted to have a teepee. You know who wants to see her teepee is Karina. She's cure. She's cure. She's she was the mm. teepee queen. Mm. I called her about how to pull him up. Yeah, she's so smart. Yeah, the base. That's what I'm. I'm, and I want to talk to her again too. Just because to, the base is it. Just there's so many things. That, why don't that you, you get, get her it. and Guillaume? Why don't you? That'd this, be amazing listen, for a podcast. Why don't you get her and Guillaume right? Oh, it'd be awesome to have a podcast with those guys. I'd love to be there listening. You know, that would be awesome. But why don't you invite those guys to your property? 
because they'd probably enjoy coming up and visiting, mm. and then get Karina to help you put up the teepee. Yeah, and do a ceremony in it. Oh, she'd love it. She'd because they she's an adventurous, you know, and so's Guillaume. He's an adventurer. They like going off and doing cool shit. So, I love thinking about deeper things. Like, I was thinking about the teepee doing a ceremony in it, mm. and understanding like. Okay, my land, I'm the custodian for it. Mm. But the lady before that was the custodian for it. You know, like um, the, the couple, they had three children. They had five children all up, but three of them were born under my black butt tree. They lived in a teepee oh, on the wow. land. And before that, they lived um, with the tribe of Aboriginals. Oh, wow. And so, like, they were really respectful to the land. And, like, they told me so much. So, okay, so I was thinking about this. I was like, okay, so that native tribe that was there was the custodians. Now, throughout whatever happened, then it had passed down, right, through different custodians of, like, who was, like, there occupying Mm. that space. And then it was um, Carmel's, who I bought it off, her and her her husband and her kids, and they lived there, and they had three children there, and they looked, that was their land, that was their home, and, like, their energies in that. You know what I mean? Because they created this space. They occupied this space. They looked after it. And it's now it's like the keys have been passed to me. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, can you look after this space? But I was thinking it has so much energy in there. Like she had three fucking kids under the tree. Mm. You know what I mean? And I was like, that's one of the reasons why I wanted a teepee because it's like this property always had a teepee on it. So I put a big teepee there. You know what I mean? And then it was like, I thought it'd be really nice when I put the teepee up. To do a ceremony acknowledging the elders by being the custodians of the land, then by Carmel and her family being the custodians of the land, and then now it's like my, I'm being the custodian of the land, like path. respect the yeah. path that it came to me. Yeah. And like that's something that I feel. Like oh, it's just like that's really cool. nice. So whether other people feel that or not, what I think's really cool is just really being able to connect with the property that I'm living on. Yeah. For me. Yeah. You know what I mean? As in like like acknowledging what I'm creating my space around me to create for me is like acknowledging that that's like the life I'm creating. You know what I mean? Value it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, value, like giving it value, value you know? Yeah. 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 I don't think you can celebrate yourself enough. Mm. You know? And I think that, you know, like, like giving yourself a ceremony and, you know, it's like it's rites of passage, you know? Yeah. It's like, like birthday. Yeah. It's like hmm. you're you're all of a sudden. This is your phase. You well, that's why people have housewarming parties. The same, same as the housewarming. It's yeah. like they're warming the house to their energy. They're warming the house to their tribe. They're taking over the custodian of it. It's like okay, now this is ours to look after our space. You know what I mean? So they have a ceremony. They have a social ceremony to like you know the housewarming. So it's yeah. like this is. Our truck, like this is our cave now, our dwelling, you know, like our safe. Brilliant. You know what I mean? Brilliant. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's just I'm going to have a housewarming party. Yeah. But it's just in the way when I do it, it's like it's the same as what we do. We're having a get together to acknowledge it. Yeah. But I'm having that get together. And when I'm acknowledging, I'm just really, which is what everyone else is doing, whether they realize it or not, I'm just respecting the custodians before me yeah. now i'm having a ceremony for me now it's my house warming like i'm warming it to my energy this is going to be my space my safe spot you know what i mean yeah, before it yeah, was yours yeah you know yeah. i thought that'd be really nice to yeah. like kind of like yeah house warming like, party in a teepee yeah. it's like like getting the ghosts to mingle 
You know yeah. what I mean? You know, like, yeah, That's they're all there still. You know, everybody's still that. there, you mm. know? And it's like, hey, dude, I'm here. And I'd rather get along with them. Yeah. Did I tell you I'm when here. I was on the Keppel Islands? Wow. I was camping in a tent, mm-hmm. and there was this fucking noise outside the tent. And I was like scratching around. I was like, it, it's, it was a human. Like someone was fucking walking. And I was like, what? And I stopped and I was like, no, nah, it's an animal, you know? So I've got my bush ears on as it is because I'm out in the bush by myself. Yeah. And I'm listening to it. And I'm like, that's not a fucking animal. Like I was listening. It wasn't a goat. They got wild goats there. I'm like, wasn't anything small because of like how close it was ruffling. It was like footsteps one after the other. Yeah. It wasn't a roo. Like I was like thinking about everything. I was like, it's it's not a fucking goanna. I was listening to it and I was like, it's not a bird. I'm like, fuck, it's a human. Like it's human footsteps, you know? And it kept going. I was like, oh. And so I started yelling, who's there? Who's there? Right? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, fuck. And I'm like, shit. So I reached down and grabbed my fucking dive knife. Yeah. strap it to my leg i grab the fucking torch and i get out of the tent and i'm looking around and there's no one around but no joke there's human footsteps walking around me right and then i suddenly hear a ruffle of an animal sound now a different sound but i hear a ruffle and i look down and it's right where the footsteps sound was and there was an echidna there right but i'm like that footstep sound i didn't hear was the echidna it wasn't an echidna sound. Now I'm looking at it and the sound is a different sound. It's an echidna. It's not making the footstep sound, but it's right where it was. You know what I mean? But it was one of those things like it just looked at me and I was like, oh, it's a sign. You know, like when you just kind of have a deeper meeting, cause, you know, you see something a bit deeper mm-hmm. or you're just like, like I was just out like thinking someone's walking around and then I get out and I'm in the bush. It's not like someone could have walked around and run and hid, mm-hmm. but that echidna wasn't making, it was making the sound of, of a human. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So whether if I had that wrong or not, it was the sound of the wind or not, it doesn't matter. Mm. But the story that I chose to, to go with, which is yeah. what I love, is that I looked down and it was an echidna. And, do you, and so then I was thinking about it, like the Aboriginal meaning of echidna is like, I'm pretty sure it's welcoming, like welcoming you. Oh, wow. And then I was like, wow, I suddenly went from fear to like, this echidna is welcoming me. Well, the spirits are welcoming me. And I, I had this feeling, like realization, because I was thinking about the... the because there was slaughter, a whole heap of the Aborigines got slaughtered out on the keppels. Mm. And they got taken to the mainland. And some of them, the ones that survived, tried to swim back. I think this is a story from memory, but they tried to swim back and didn't make it. And like, so that whole dro- tribe ended up fucking like, um, getting Mess wiped out there, on, yeah. those, on those islands. So like, I would think that the spirits there, that energy that was there is angry. You know what I mean? So now I'm camping in the island and I get scared thinking, oh, there's this fucking, the spirits are here. They've just shown me that it's here. But when I find out it's an echidna and it's saying like welcoming, then I suddenly realized I was like, yeah, why would the spirits be angry at me? I'm just out here enjoying it. I'm out here loving it. Yeah. Like respecting it. It's like, and it's just in a way as in like, I realized that it's like, you're only going to get good karma because I'm just doing like, I'm just being good myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, hey, I'm respecting you. I was like, ah, oh, I just realized, like, if there is spirits, they're not angry at me. They're actually loving me. They've just welcomed uh, completely. me. Completely. And because completely, they're just yeah. saying, I'm just going about my business. I'm not, I'm respecting them. I'm respecting that. Like, I'm loving it. Yeah. You know, and that's the reason why I went there is because I fucking loved it. Yeah, yeah. You got some idea that maybe they weren't loving you, but you probably, they yeah. just, you know, the sign actually was, yeah, we're loving you. Yeah. You know, it's like, we're welcoming you. We want you here. You know, it's like, yeah, I don't think any I don't think spirits are bad. I don't, you know, this whole exorcism and all this kind of shit. I don't believe that because I think that 
I think the truth is, you know, our I think we come from love and we go back to love, and it's like, and the maybe we forget how to love while we're here sometimes, you know. And but I think that we don't take that with us when we leave. I think we're just pure energy when we leave, you know, or when we come in, we're just pure energy, you know, and we can do what whatever we want to do with our lives, you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's a cleansing almost. In and who life. knows. Birth and death is a cleansing, you know. It just goes back to just being energy. You well, that's know? that's also what I feel. You know what? That's mm. all I've ever seen when I've done mushrooms or damn <laughs> energy, <laughs> or even like deep meditation, like ayahuasca to deep meditation to mushrooms to this like float tanks to yoga mm. to surfing. Yeah, have all created the same. Thing for me and that's a deeper meaning of like and connection to something when i'm going along a wave i'm not thinking about anything else but just that moment mm-hmm. i'm just in love with that moment it's just happening for me nothing else matters yeah you know what i mean oh fuck i forgot what i was talking about well i loved where you're going with that it uh-huh. sounded great yeah because everything is just bringing you into the now you know? yeah it's like everything is just yeah you know, so i was like, like i was like it's just different tools to come into the now and it's like yeah, yeah. oh it's talking about much i was yeah talking about those alternate realities but they're actually just there like we've like just, i, I meditate for ages to get there yeah. you're like i surf for ages like to get there it's like yeah. but it's just like allowing us i don't know allow i don't know i don't know i really know i'm, I'm figuring it out well yeah, yeah everybody is huh? <laughs> <laughs> fuck I remember that one time Rico said to me, and I thought, and I thought, he said something to me when he was probably about 18. So your son, Rico. Yeah, my son, Rico. And, and we're looking, we're driving along, and I looked out the the window of the car, and I, I saw some guy, and I had, you know, like, I kind of like made mockery of him, and I said, look at that guy, Rico. You know, like, wow. You know? Yeah. And Rico said to me, he goes, Dad, he's just another guy trying to make his way in the world. And I was yeah. like, fuck, man, you're so right. You know, it's like, you know, why would I judge that guy? You know, yeah. Just because of my own insecurities or my need to be, feel better about myself. Yeah, because you're putting, you're trying to put yourself above them. But it's yeah. just like, why? Why it's do like, you need that you know, It was like, it was really just coming from the space where I believed I wasn't good enough. So I had to prove I was to my own fucking kid. Teach him how to be an anus like me. <laughs> <laughs> me in my place it was like like <laughs> fuck that rico you know like whoa isn't that trippy yeah you know you kind of get like like i don't think there's a limitation how old you have to be to wake up and love yourself i, I don't think there's anything it's not it's just a willingness to do it you know really that's what it comes down to it's like how much do you love yourself you can't love yourself enough you know, and it's that willingness to, it's actually that willingness to do that. It's just like, it can show up in a, a baby, you know, probably is, it probably is exactly what babies are as a willingness to love. You know, that's why they're even here, you know? Yeah. You know, and then it's like some, something happens and you get told you're not good enough or you're told, you know, you, you're wrong for the way you are. You're some story about that. And you actually believe it after a while. And you forget the sacredness of your life, you know. You, you know. 
You forget that you're the unique manifestation of unconditional love that you are. I love how you said, so I'm going to ask you to say it again, because I try and repeat this. When I, and I think about this, and it makes me realize. It's like you said one day, oh, you said in that last podcast we did, you said, if you think that you're not good enough, then you're telling the whole of existence that they got it wrong. Yeah, you're insulting and, God. Yeah, and you're like, it's just more likely that it's a miscommunication on your part because if you're telling the whole of existence, which is a huge thing that you can't even understand, that's, and you said something about this way bigger than your tiny little brain, yeah, then it's probably just a misunderstanding on your behalf. You know what yeah. I mean? Because it's get, like yeah. you were made, you were given this gift of life to be exactly who you are. You're like, that's what I, that's what I like when I see like women that don't love their, or anyone that doesn't, doesn't have to, like that's anyone that doesn't women, love their yeah. body or whatever. You're just like, wow. Like there's like, there's still like understanding of like wanting achievement and, and to shape it to who you want to be, but like still loving you for you. Like I, sometimes I think about like my feet. Like my legs, I'm like, oh, they're doing such a good job. I'm getting places. Wait, <laughs> watch this. I can stand up. See, like, look at what a good job. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they just did that. I should thank yeah. you. Legs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like that literally is the the definition of insanity is, you know, like being against yourself. <gasps> yeah. Why the fuck would, you know, being a, a being that is against itself. It's torn, man. It's just like, that is about as sad as it gets. But that's a state of a lot of people's lives. It's they're fucking against themselves. You know, they're not aligned with themselves. And like, so how conflicted would you be? You know, if you are who you are and you're fighting that, you know, it's like, that's very stressful. (laughs) You know, you can't get away from being who you are. Yeah. Like, you're 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 not going to do anything. Like, if you're just... Like where where's it gonna get you? No where's way. it gonna get you living in that fear? Where's it get oh, where's it gonna get you? If you're that depressed like if you think so much that they got it wrong yeah. and you're not loving yourself and you're freaking de- like it's like that is yeah, such an it's, insult. It's because an, it's yeah. like you're not realizing that like you were put here. Like that you get to do this. Yeah. The whole you know of existence mean? conspired to put you here. Yeah. It didn't fuck up. Yeah, it's like it's totally totally didn't they fuck helped up. you out, man. Like fucking don't throw it back in their face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like yeah. if you're talking about like if it's a god or whatever a great energy, whatever the fuck Source. it is that we came from. Yes. Or that like how we're here, right? This miracle of life, right? Yeah. It's like you're not being very appreciative. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're being a little brat. You're being a little yeah. shit going, me, me, me. Yeah. Why aren't I good enough? It's like, fuck off. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah. Existence, like all of existence just was like, fucking boom, let's make you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Can we have one of these, please? Yeah. You know? And yeah. the existence has put you there. And you're like, hang on. Um, no, me, 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 me. <laughs> Me, 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 more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And you're like, fucking exactly. Me, God. It's like, what more do you want? I fucking made you. I put you here. Off yeah. you go. It's your job you know what now, I mean? man. It's yeah. your job to love yourself. It's like, it's like imagine like your mum going out of the, selling everything she has, yeah. right? To give you a fucking like house or whatever. And you turn around and be like, um, excuse me, I wanted two levels. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I mean? I wanted a blue door. This is you'd fucking like, red. Are you fucking I'm not kidding me? Imagine this. if someone did that in real life, right? You yeah. know, you'd be like, you're a fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. your mom just like did all that out of love. And yeah. like, you're saying, no, nah, it's not good enough. It's like, that's what you're doing to existence. Oh, yeah. It's when a, existence it's is nagy. It's a serious insult. And it's like, the universe will give you what you want. I <laughs> so fucking like feel so good after this conversation. Yeah. Like, I feel so good about myself. Can we just think about this? It's like, my back's know, not hurting as much. <laughs> <laughs> existence gives you what you want, right? So if you want to pick a fight with existence and say you fucked up, it'll give you a fight. You know, yeah. it's like your life could be fucking miserable. Oh, you know, it yeah. could like it could it could stunt you in every corner if you're fucking pissed off at it. You know, it's yeah. like don't start a fight with existence. You know? it's, like, it's gonna be way Leave bigger. Alone. Back it's gonna up, be man. way bigger than you. You're gonna get yeah. hammered. Yeah. You know, be his friend or her friend. It'll work for you. Yeah, yeah. be his friend. Yeah, so yeah. You know, that huge I guy walks a- into the bar and you're like, "Hey, go, mate. Are you having a good day? Yeah, I hope you have fun tonight. You know." <laughs> <laughs> Let him take it out on someone else. It doesn't yeah. have to be you. Yeah, make yeah. friends with existence. You know, that's a great honor. Metaphor. Honor the honor the the job it did. You know, putting you here. Be thankful and now for it's, the you know, job it did. Be thankful. Be like, Fuck. Move on, dude. Today we got to go fucking surfing. It was like oh, beautiful no. warm water. Yeah. See, this is what it does. It just brings you back to appreciation. Like today, yeah. it was such a nice day. Like just driving here through Suffolk, going up Cooper Shoot. That was so nice. It was epic. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then like... We hung out with Milan today. Yeah. That we, was fucking The three brilliant. of us go surfing. We just had nice waves, fun yeah. waves. It was so warm, you know? And oh, it's just like, we got to do that. Yeah. How fucking cool is that? Like I had so much fun. I just paddling out, I just felt like, you know, like it was just, I was blessed. You know, just paddling out in the water, just like I just felt like existence is just like smiling on me. Yeah, fuck, I'm so stoked right now. It's great. Hey, I want to go play frisbee though. Yeah, let's go play frisbee. Oh yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's getting dark, man. We're gonna pack this up too. We're gonna clean the house. Let's put it in my room or something. Just go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's just put it. Okay. Okay. You turn the light. Yeah. Bye. 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 So if you like this episode, please feel free to share it and leave a rating. And if you have or know of anyone with a wild story, please get in contact with me through my Instagram, Aaron underscore Shanks, or the website, diariesofthewildones.com, because I'd love to sit down over a beer or a coffee and hear it. I do it like a double.